You now tune in live to Seriously Not Another Podcast. I'm your host, Ben the Blueprint Ready. Joined by my co-host. Young Demons. <laughs> yo. What up, what up, what up, yo? We got a special guest tonight. Yes, sir. Some of you know him, some of you may not, but you will tonight. We got the ill Lucius V. Guggenheim. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So kind, you're too kind. How you feeling like, my G? Oh man, I feel good. You got the Jameson and ginger ale spinning up in here, and man, I'm feeling delightful, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Thanks Welcome, for having man. me, man. Thank you, thank you. I'm excited. Got got a battle coming up tomorrow. I'm excited. Still prepping, and I'm just excited. I'm is that your energy? Is that your track playing right now? That's my track. That's yeah, me. That's, him. that's me and my guy Mike Stro. We the bartenders. It, yeah, you know what I'm saying man. Yo, bartenders really got bars. Like that shit's fire. Stupid bars. Um, it's crazy how. Uh, with, with this show, it just it just went through a, a, a transact a transaction. It, it, shit changed, and I'm like, I, I had a show that I was starting up, a, a solo show that I was starting up, and it was all interviews. So I'm like, I took a trip, and uh, when I came, it was, I called it the Operation Reset. So when I came back, I'm like, everything is, I'm, I'm starting new, everything is back. But however, the universe forced this upon me. And now I'm like, okay, well, who I'm going to call? I said, yo, Guggenheim got a battle coming up mm. on, on Saturday. My show is on Friday. Mm. Let me hit this nigga up. Damn. Hit him up. That nigga said, come on, man. When, where, and holla at me. So. Hey, man, the universe is magic, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, I, I look at your show, man, and, and, like, it takes a lot to take my attention, as you can see. You know, I mean, I'm very eclectic as far as my taste and stuff I post. So, like, your your show captures my imagination. You talk about stuff I want to hear. So, I'm, I'm always, you, you know my energy, man. I tune into the show. I try to chime in and add on. But I like it, man. Your stuff's positive. You talk about stuff I want to hear about. So, salute to that, man. I appreciate like, that, man. Your, your platform is, you know what I'm saying, an official, official issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Salute, salute, salute to y'all, man. Salute to that, man. For real. So, um... Let, let's give the people the, the people inside and, and see who Lucius V. Guggenheim is. How'd you come up with, with, with that name? Well, uh, first I started off, when I very first started rapping, my name was Constantine. I went by Constantine. Mm. And I was from the Roman Emperor. And I tried to, you know, I was being like needlessly deep. So, oh, it's a Greek, you know, and he all did all this. And then it's like, Nah, it, it wasn't sticking like that. So then I came with Colombo Black. And I, Colombo Black was more, the black is obvious. I'm black. Black is like my favorite color. You see me dressed in black a lot. And Colombo, I always saw, it was a show my grandmother used to watch. Mm -hmm. And I always saw him as super smart. He was kind of a goofy nigga, real quirky, had the little trench coat on, the nigga, but the nigga was super smart. Right. And he was low-key and unassuming. And so... I like that aura. Like, I want to be, I, I consider myself an enigma. Like, you don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Just different. And just, you know, kind of the outcast. Like, you don't know this nigga, like, in the trench coat, super goofy, but he's smarter than every nigga in here. You know what I'm saying? And that, that, that's what I noticed about 
you as an individual, as a rapper, like when I see, when I hear you rap, I'm saying, yo, you can't be a dumb nigga rapping like this. Mm. <laughs> and, and, and even, even you talking, the, the, the vlogs, um, the, the, everything is, 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 it just come from a, a smart nigga as, as we will, we'll call him. You went, you went to college, you college educated. Correct. Correct. Mor- mm-hmm. Morehouse grad, uh, class of 98. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He saw my Morehouse niggas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he saw my, you know what I mean? Batista Clark, place of the whole AUC. Morris Brown, you know what I'm saying? Spillman. That, that's, the, that's the energy, man. That's the greatest times of my life, you know? Now, how, how was that experience? Oh, man. You remember Different World? Yeah. That times 10. So from Compton, like, like, like from imagine Compton a, to, uh, uh, to Morehouse, huh? Compton to Atlanta. Imagine the best time you had in your life, the best party, every day for four years. Damn. With all black people. Positive black people, smart black people, beautiful black people, young black people, free. You know what I mean? It wasn't this before social media started. Right. The internet was there, but it wasn't this. So right. we didn't have cell phones. Like we was out meeting, talking, socializing, yeah. building a black infrastructure. Like I was a part of that. I and mean, it's a beauty. It's a beauty, beauty, and it's something that I try to bring to my music and my energy. And that that's a far jump from where you where you grew up at and where you were born and raised at. Very far jump, but you gotta understand, like, you know, single parent home, raised by my mom, no father figures. I was raised by women, right? You know, what I mean, I was raised in the jungle with the foxes. Like, I was raised by women, no father figures. So I had to I had to figure out masculinity by myself. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so, my, you know, it's a misnomer when people say, "Oh, your mother." Play both roles, a mother and a father. No, a mother is a mother. Mm-hmm. Femininity is powerful. Mm. Much more powerful than masculinity. Much more powerful. And I'll say that to my dying day. My mother is God to me. And nobody can't tell me nothing about that. You know what I mean? It takes it takes a a, a strong woman, you know, to to even bear <clears throat> excuse me, bear all of that. Like, you know, uh you I grew up uh with, with my mom's, you know, single parent. My my pops was you know he was around but you know I primarily stayed with moms, mm-hmm. so knowing how I end up turning out like I give that, all I give that all to moms you know what I'm saying yeah. so. Take me to Compton, California. What you growing up in 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 the, in the in the part of the city that you in? So you know you're talking about Reagan era Compton. You're talking about mid '80s Compton. So I'm. You know, a lot of people, I know it's taboo to, to disclose your age in the music industry and stuff. I'm 44 years old. Mm-hmm. I was born in 1975. So I was there through all the 80s. I was there through the drive-bys, the sirens every night, every night, helicopters, every night, gunshots, every night. Right. Bullet holes came through my house wall. Like, I could have easily been killed just by a stray bullet coming through my window. Mm-hmm. Reagan, Aaron Compton, like, when it was cracking, when you couldn't walk through a neighborhood without getting sweated, when niggas was set, set tripping. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it was a different energy. Like, when people talk, you know, I'm going to digress a little bit. When people talk about NWA, mm-hmm. and they talk about all the progress, and it was the expression of the black, NWA was the worst thing that happened to Compton. 
I'm glad you took us here because that's exactly NWA was the worst going. thing to happen to Compton. Take it from somebody who grew up in Compton in Reagan era Compton. I'm not one of these '93 niggas born in '93 <laughs> and you heard the shit vicariously through shit in your pops and they lived off that shit and they was gangbangers. That wasn't my energy. I'm not a gangbanger, right? You know, everybody think it's the, everybody from Compton ain't street. I'm a square nigga, like, but I'm a flavor nigga though. I got niggas that gangbang. Like, I'm the best of both worlds. It's just that I'm not. I'm not a street nigga. Like, that's right. I'm an educated dude. Like, so, but. You know, sometimes it's been parts of my life. I was fucking with the streets. You know what I mean? I've been to jail before. You know what I mean? I don't rap about that shit. I don't. It's not cool to me. You don't glorify it. I don't glorify it. So what What made you uh, pick Morehouse? Out of, out of college? Um, I wanted to get away from home because I felt like I was going to be a mama's boy because I was, my mom was very overprotective. You know, I didn't join the gang. That was for a reason. Right. My mom, <laughs> one of the biggest things, and people's shit gets ingrained to you in your formative years. My mom always used to tell me, like, don't be a follower. You know what I mean? Question everything. Right. And when you grow up, look at the evolution of what it's become. Like, I tell her you created a monster because people take me as being a contrarian or being provocative or being a troll. It's like, no, I'm going to question shit you tell me. You just can't go say shit to me. You ain't going to say a nigga could suck a dick two times <laughs> and still stay heterosexual. Nigga, I got questions. Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? You ain't going to say nothing to me. Wait, wait, you know wait, what I mean? Wait. And I'm not wrong for questioning that. And that's everything from my religion to God to, you know what I mean? Like, people just say shit and just let it fly. Like, Yo. oh, man, come on, bro. Yo, wait, you, you moving too, you moving way too far. Wait, hold simple. on. simple. This is the basics. Question everything. <laughs> Look, if I say, if I say something to you, if I say something to you and this sound crazy, yeah. question the shit. And it's up to me to, qu- you know, answer it and answer it to your satisfaction or don't. Period. That's everybody. I ho- I don't, I don't put nothing on nobody that I wouldn't put on myself. It's all, it's all about reciprocity and being fair. You know what I mean? Okay. Wait, Hey, we, we going <laughs> to take it there. Cause take um, it there, I got it there. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm creating this trail. So the mentality that you have growing up in Compton, you take that to, to college. Are you, are, are you going out there hostile and standoffish or did you mold and, and, and you form like, okay, I see it ain't like that here. So I'm gonna fall back. You know, what's funny about that. Um, when I got to Morehouse, you know, it was a great experience, man, because if you listen to the way I rap, right, mm-hmm. it's very East Coast. Mm-hmm. You see, it's very East Coast centric. Yeah. I grew up on East Coast music. I understand I'm 44, so I grew up on Fat Boys. I grew up on Curtis Blow. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a lot of East Coast acts, and then you had your Toddy T's, King T's coming from the West, and then yeah. you get all that rapping Duke. Niggas don't know about rapping Duke, Daha, Bobby, yeah. Jimmy, K-Day. Niggas don't know about Ooh, that shit. I had that record when Ooh. I was young. We're like, what? What are we talking Ooh. about? What are we yeah, talking yeah. about? We talk- well, when you Man. used to, when you, when you, your favorite song, you got the tape that, and you recorded that shit on the, on the radio. Yeah. I'm hip hop, bro. Like, I'm hip hop. I used to have to put tissue in the top come of the corner. Come on, man. <laughs> You know what I'm Hell saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, look. Hey, look. <laughs> Niggas could talk about my age and I'm old and all that shit, nigga. My, my shit, I'm current. I got all the new features and I know about all the old shit. My history is vast, bro. Why is it bad to be older? That's a good thing. That's the, that's the narrative every generation does. It, a lot right? of niggas didn't make it to this point. But, but you yeah. know what? I'm not going to be a hypocrite about it. Remember when... 
Yeah. Remember when yeah. you remember when your folks said to oh y'all got it easy. I used to go to the store yeah. and, and, and a Bare fucking and, oh, oh and, and a steak was twenty five <laughs> cents. You went to McDonald's, yeah. you got a whole Happy Meal for a penny. Like it, it, it's it's just generational. It's, it's it's a natural ageism that happens with every generation. But even even in now, it should have changed at this point. Like okay, we understand that. You know, a lot of people is not making it to this age. A lot of dudes is game banging and, and getting struck like, out and on, all this bro. kind of stuff. Shout out to the ice cream truck. At, uh, yeah, that ain't the, that ain't the ice cream. I, I know. That's that's the ice cream. The master yeah. P ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Man. You oh, know? The hood. oh no shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he like that. Like trapping out the trucks. And it's the east side, man. man. This is right, we in LA. What you talking about? It's the west side, bro. What <laughs> fuck you talking about? We out here, man. Man, so so okay now, you. As far as far as a rapper, you 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 had heavy uh, East Coast influence, right? Yes. Who were some of your your top artists? Matter of fact, I'm gonna take that back. Your top five. Top five artists. Period. Yeah. Overall, whether dead or alive. Let me tell you something about top five list. Uh oh. Okay. Top 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 five chance. Top five lists are malleable. They change mm-hmm. every day. Whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you get new stimuli, you get new input, new information every day, new artists come out. So my top five right now. Today. If I'm being honest, I, as much as, as a goofball as he is, cannabis is in my top five. Cannabis is my top five. I <clears throat> um, <throat> Damn. Damn. Royce. No, no, not Royce. I'll, I'll take that back. Not Royce. Damn. That's it. Jay-Z. Right, Jay-Z is top five. He might be number one. I, th- um, I think he, I, like, if, if we going overall, for me, I, I think he's number one. I got to put Jay-Z, Black Thought. Mm-hmm. Um, So Jay-Z, Black Thought. I will put Eminem, but as I say, shit evolves. Eminem can't be in there no more because right now he's a lyrical miracle right now again. So I can't fuck with Eminem like that. So Jay-Z, um, Elzai. Mm. Damn. Not too many people know about. You, you know, you know who. I, you know what I'm gonna say this, and I'm because he intrigues me, and he I craft a lot of my stuff after him. Mm-hmm. Doom. Yes, I yeah. see. I see. I Doom. told I told the homie you are to me. I feel like you are better skilled and crafted Doom. I've taken a lot from Doom. You know what I'm saying? I've taken a lot from Doom. Doom. I, I used to hate MF Doom when I was younger. I'm like, yo, fuck that nigga. That nigga too. And th- then the homie came to me and said. If you get past the weirdness and just base it on his skills, you'll understand. Yeah. I said, okay. Give me the the mm, is it mm food album? Which which one that that uh You gotta go mm food, you gotta go to you gotta go to Mad Villain, Mad Villainy. Oh, now I love that one. Oh my god, that shit is trick like I love that one. Let me tell you something. Doom is the pyramids. You know, mm. they always say one of those the saying is you know, men fear time, but time fears the pyramids. Mm. Doom is the pyramids. Doom is gonna be good in twenty thirty. Yes. Just to them quirky niggas, because you're always going to have the outlier crowd, and they're going to love Doom. He, he's that Steely Dan. He's that that um, hair metal punk band, that ground level. Doom Steely is Dan. the shit, bro. I Doom. love Steely Dan. But, but, but Doom, Doom scientifically, mathematically, if you're looking at pin game, he's just as good as anybody else, bro. Jay, and that's the same thing with Jay-Z. Jay-Z has mastered the art, and that's why I love Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the inventor of it. Like Jay is the master of out rapping everybody without trying to out out rap everybody. Right, very true. Like you know, listen, listen. Like four forty four is a classic. I don't know what niggas talking about. Like that shit. A is lot a of classic. people, a lot of people don't like it because Jay went the mature route and tried to give niggas some knowledge 
You listen, know what I'm saying? Listen but to what, listen to what you just said. That I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. What else we got to talk about? And and, and I said, and you know what? I said, uh, I'm, I'm gonna get flack for this. When it when it comes to black people and we trying to move forward, how many uh, how many of us really want to want to act right? If you see the stuff that's going on and music that's being made, Trash. everything is gonna keep getting recycled. You right. give it to the kids, they gonna they gonna pop these pills and and do whatever, and they gonna keep having these seizures on stage. They, it's gonna keep niggas. These little niggas is killing themselves on camera. Right. It's one of them little white new niggas. He popped like fifteen pills and nigga died like the next day. But it's a it's it's you know you have to understand it's an age disparity, man. Like age. Jay Z is a grown man, bro. Like Jay Z is what late thirties, early forties. Yeah, you ain't got time for the. Hey, it's, let me tell you something. When you go out right and you see these events, or you yeah. go to a club or a bar, how many forty year olds, you know, thirty six year olds, you nigga, you see fighting in the club? Like really? Exactly. Oh yeah. We yeah. gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> we ain't trying to explain no fucking black eye to our boss. Yeah. We got shit to do. We got other shit in our life. We're not gonna sure. sit here and sweat the small stuff. I like, need my benefits, that's young niggas. <laughs> like look at the, all the older rappers. Like Black Thought is not no motherfucking spring chicken. And niggas ain't testing him, aren't running up on him for no ain't reason. Nobody fuck. And you know what's funny about Black Thought? Black Thought is a street nigga. Oh yeah, and he don't rap about none of that shit. Straight from Philly. It's that's beautiful, Philly, bro. He's he's Black Thought is Philly, but he don't got to throw it in your face because why? He a grown man. He ain't got nothing to prove to you, niggas. He's stamped. You know what I mean? Was was hip hop ever dead? Hip hop was never dead. Hip hop is the standard. Let me tell you how powerful hip hop is. Remember when niggas said hip hop was dead, right? Around that time, mm-hmm. it's, too many, was, it's, it's too many underground rappers for that shit to be. It's dead. a lot of underground rappers, but think about this: like, number one, hip hop is black culture. Let's be honest about it. Sure, wh- white oh, yeah. people do oh, yeah. it. White people do it. And, and unlike Lord Jamar, who say white people are strangers to hip hop, he's a fucking idiot. No, hip hop is the world. Hip hop. If you understand what hip hop is, hip hop is life. Hip hop is not music. It's not. Hip hop is life. Let me yeah. tell you something. When I tell people this, they think I'm being arrogant. Nigga, I am hip hop. I don't have to make another rap song in my motherfucking life. I am hip hop. My life is hip hop. That's what hip hop is. It's a reflection of life. Art it's, reflecting life. Life reflecti- reflecting the art. It's life. Hip-hop. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's niggas who used to break dance who never picked up a mic in their life. You're not going to tell them they not fucking hip hop. You're not going <laughs> to tell them the graffiti artists in New York who was painting up them shits during Beast Street. They weren't hip hop. Them niggas didn't rap. Exactly. exactly. Fuck you talking about hip hop. Hip hop is a mind. It's an ethos. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's and it's a lifestyle life, that you don't got to pretend or fake into it. Nigga, my everyday life is hip hop. When I'm eating delicious foods and I'm putting them in my songs that's hip hop yo wait 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 you know what I'm saying wait talk about this nigga here in in his rhymes this nigga with uh damn what's the name of the song you had a song where the whole fucking uh spoon game spoon game Spoon Game, that's on the uh, the uh, bartender's joint, it's, right? It's, it's, it's the hidden track. Right. And, and, and Mike and Mike freaked it. This is funny because we're so different. Mike is, he hate. I think sometimes he hate, I be so goofy about shit. And right. I, I take, because he's more of a serious dude. Mm-hmm. But he's super, super funny in real life. But, like, he saw the angle I took. Oh, he's doing the food. So he said, Spoon Game, I'm going to make a sexual about spooning the chick in the bed. So that's how we <laughs> approached the song. And the shit came out perfect. And it's funny because that song, my favorite artist in the world heard the song and he just like did his little, he sang over it. My favorite artist in the world is Omar. He's from the UK. I seen, I seen you, uh, you, you posting. Omar is my yeah. favorite. You see, you have to understand as a rapper, all my influences don't come from rap. Right. You know what I mean? I'm a big Sarah Vaughn fan. I'm a James Taylor fan. I'm a big Frank Sinatra fan. I'm a fan of uh bossa Nova, Astro Gilberto. Like I'm eclectic. Like, 
it's not just rap, nigga. I'm, I'm blending all the elements. When I come into battle rap, you may see a little bit of Daylight, a little bit of Carter Deems. You might see some Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm a huge Macho Man Randy Savage fan. <laughs> as far as the entertainment and the extras, I, I, I base a lot of that shit on Macho Man Randy Savage. Like, the mm. show Muhammad Ali, I take from him. I take from Tyson. Like, these are people I idolize. You know what I mean? And and, and if people and people follow you, we'll see that. There's so many characters and layers. Like, this nigga... I'm telling you, on that Spoon Game joint, this nigga started off the verse like, uh, it was, shrimp, was it mari- shrimp-, <laughs> shrimp marinated in beer. It's a tasty dish. You know what I mean? What you talking about? This nigga rapped how to cook a whole meal, and the shit came out dope as fuck. Let me tell you something about Spoon Game. It's funny you bring that up. Man, you my nigga, bro. Look. Nigga hungry, spoon right Game is an actual recipe for shrimp pasta, and I just put it in a wrap. Like I put, I give you the, the recipe, what to do, yeah. the, the, the onions, all that shit. And yep. You can have it. With, you can have it with with romaine lettuce and the vinaigrette. You know what I'm saying? Like that's an actual recipe. And he ran like to to make all that recipe rhyme. It, oh, it take it take a certain skill set. And I'm like, I played it for the homie. The homie's like, yo, this nigga's crazy. I say, yeah, he is. He, but the shit is dope as fuck. But you that's know what, what I'm but that's what I want. I want niggas say like, what's wrong with him? I want like when I go into a battle rap venue, it literally the response is, oh shit, here come this nigga. I love that shit. Like I want niggas to know, like I want that to be the energy. Like you don't know what's gonna happen, what's gonna come out of my mouth, you know. But you know, going back to to the original question, you know, you see all the alter egos, right? Right. You got Columbo Black. You got Lucius V Guggenheim. But it's a larger scope. What I'm trying to tell you, like. Nobody you know in the world is just one person. Very you know, true. we try to judge people for being schizophrenic and moody. That, that's one thing I used to hate, and I used to say it like <clears throat> about women you used to date, whatever. Oh, she's so moody, like whoop de whoop. Everybody's moody. I, moody. I don't feel the same way every day. Sometimes I'm really positive. I want to help out. Sometimes I'm like, man, fuck everybody. I don't give a shit. I feel like a troll. Yeah. I'm on my Tupac shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm, I feel magnanimous. Sometimes nobody's one way all the time, and that's okay because that's being human. Like your bio rhythms change, the seasons change, your health change. You get old. Older. Yeah. Like nobody, you know, like I said, the top five list. My top five list last month might not be the same as my cousin. Somebody might have came out with some fire. Benny the Butcher might have came out with some shit that was crazy. And I'm like, oh shit, Benny Butcher number one. Like, fuck that shit. And you then, know what I mean? Then your boy 38 Special drops 38 Special. Nice, bro. <laughs> big up 38 Special. Big up Conway the Machine. Big up Griselda. Them niggas like keeping hip hop like really within the essence, bro. Like for real. I love that shit, bro. How yeah. You, how you feel about Kanye West? You know, um, and you can keep it a bean and do your thing. Number one, I don't know Kanye West. Number one, okay. If I'm being honest, okay. Okay, I'm gonna segue this into another topic. But mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I think he's a clown. I don't believe he's being converted. I think he's, uh, um, I think he's appropriating Christian religion. I agree. It comes off very shallow. I don't believe him, but that's just my opinion. But I say this to say. You know, it's this big thing where people like with the tank thing or let's say, OK, let's keep it Kanye. You know, oh, yeah. how can you say that he's going through his journey? Right. Like, right. well, I'm privy to the journey. He's making it public. So I, as much as he gets to make it public, I get to make my opinion public mm-hmm. because it's public fair now. Like, let's be adults. Tank can't sit here and be like, oh, y'all think I'm gay because I said it's cool if a dude suck dick two times and he's still heterosexual. You didn't have to. 
um, disseminate this information to the public, nigga. So yeah, I'm gonna have a, I'm a heterosexual. I'm an operating functional heterosexual. So yeah, I got an issue with that. No, nigga, it ain't no dick sucks. The thought to dick suck, the thought to dick suck makes you gay, Are you and that's okay. Me? And it's okay to be gay. But say you gay, but don't sit here like you better specify this shit, nigga. Like, oh, for me, um, it's cool to suck dick twice. But don't sit here and because now women going because I don't want no woman coming up to me. Tank said this is okay. What's your dick suck quota? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like goddamn, what the fuck? Like, I don't even want to be asked that question. Like, my machismo is seamless, unstained, untainted. Like, it has a continuity. It was never any thoughts of gaydom. And that, to me, that's my heterosexuality. And right. To me, the niggas I know that's their. It ain't ain't no wiggle room. Like, imagine that. Imagine this. I don't want to. <laughs> no, 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 because I'm going to get into it since I have a platform. Imagine Man. the dynamics behind a dick suck between two dudes. You have to set this up. You have to have, you have, to give you have thoughts. an attraction. You have to get hard. You have to take your pants off, unzip. It's a whole dynamic. Am I judging him? No, because I don't think there's nothing wrong with being gay, but don't sit here and, and sit Deny and tell, tell me you had... Because you know what, Tank? I'm going to be honest with you. You had a responsibility to the larger heterosexual community. <laughs> Women fuck with you, Tank. You were a sex symbol. I fuck with you. I would play you if I wanted to get in the mood. Woofy woo. <laughs> now you telling me, I don't know who these niggas in your songs are when you say you want your body close. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about now. <laughs> oh, my Do God. Do you feel the same way with Frank Ocean music? You know... I love, remember, I said that shit the other day. Remember when Swim Good came out? That mm-hmm. shit was fire. Yeah. It didn't change Frank Ocean and me. Like, I still fuck with Frank Ocean, but you notice his flame dimmer, dimmed after that shit when he came out. And that was unfortunate because I, like. Well, at least he admitting that he gay. This nigga, I mean, but, Tank, saying he's not gay. Okay, here's the thing. Right? Here's the thing with me, with, with homosexuality, right? Who cares? Right. You know, like, why did why is it such a big thing for you to be brave to come out as gay? Like, nigga, like to me, like, gays, like y'all are in the same boat with all of us. Nobody cares. Like, everybody getting like, like, hopping the struggle line. You know what I mean? Like, right. women got it bad. Blacks got it bad. You know, poor white trash got it bad. Everybody got a struggle. Like, I'm not sitting. Here, it's not brave to come out as gay no more. To me, that's just to me. You know I, what I mean? Because I don't have a problem with being gay. Like, I have. I'm just as strenuous in my advocacy for gays to do what they do just as much as a heterosexual, even though I find what they do disgusting. That's not, you know what I mean? That's neither here nor there. I'm not going to, ain't nobody going to tell me nothing about what I do behind closed doors, as long as it's not with no minor or no shit. Right. You know? I think I think the gay role sometimes becomes a part of the, the rollout of an album, because like, uh, what's the, the Old Town Road do? Uh, what's, what's his name? Little Nas, Lil Nas X. I, I don't like calling him Nas, but I don't even like calling him X. But was a little with the little guy. He took all the key words and just made them. Yeah, an man, you yeah. took you took some some legends and, and mashed them up. So so <clears throat> you have him. He, he come out with you know arguably one of the biggest songs, and it did what it was gonna do. But he dropped a he dropped a song where he say I came out the closet, and that shit took it to a whole nother level. And I think see how time changed because that didn't work for Frank Ocean. Well, you, you got people are getting so smart now with the all publicity is good for any publicity is good publicity. It's right. Like, it's cool. It's kind of like it's in style to be gay and people understand that dynamic. So in, in essence, it's like people, you know, people wear blackface, people wear gay face. 
Mm. Wow. That's deep. That's deep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, you know it's going to move the meter. I've heard this said in certain circles, and I believe, and I've heard this a long time ago, and it may be a conspiracy theory, but I, I don't dismiss it at all. When people said Magic said he had AIDS because the gay community paid him off, so gay, so AIDS wouldn't be seen as a gay disease. I don't necessarily think that's preposterous, and I don't necessarily fault Magic if he took money for doing that. To be honest with you, but to be honest, he's putting on gay face. Or a person's putting on blackface. Like, you know, like Daylight did the, he did it perfectly. Daylight went out, he said, oh man, like, yes, yeah, shit, Diddy kind of sexy. T.I. kind of sexy. I'll suck his dick. Daylight is not gay. I can tell you this concretely. I've met the nigga. I know the nigga. Like, we've talked. Right. I get no gayness from him. His wife is gorgeous. Like, this dude is a well adjusted, but he knows he plays off of people's homophobia yeah. because he knows that's going to move the needle. Right. Like, part of me thinks that's kind of what Tank did. Like, it's a smart tactic because you know it's going to be, it's going to, Move the needle, and if, and if you really a heterosexual nigga, sexual sexual nigga, like who cares? You think Tank is gonna have a problem getting women after this? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what is he really losing? Well, I, I think I, it's, once once you have that community behind you, you straight. So I think that's what they and that's to do. just more listeners. He's he now he's got a more of a gay following because because I didn't have conversation with women like us as men. We'll we'll date a chick or or mess with a chick that's bisexual, right? It, it, it's it's like it's like a plus, right? Women won't mess with a guy that's bisexual. It's a double standard. <laughs> so 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 if if that's the case, how much is Tank really prospering or, or, or get getting off of the women by doing this? I mean, I don't think he get in front of him. I think well, he, well, he, he wants to game in on his squad. I find it interesting. He drops this right before his album comes out. And that's the same thing. I think Kanye, Kanye West do the same shit. Tank could have been said he had a two dick suck rule a year ago when he didn't have no album coming out. Why now you come out and say it's cool? You can still be heterosexual and suck dick two times because you want to perform. At the that's day extremely. That's extremely convenient. Like I gotta, I gotta ask questions. I gotta ask questions after that. You're you know? not experimenting after the second, after the first time. That's not. You're not experimenting once after you, the thought. You're <laughs> yeah, not yeah, even thinking about it, nigga, or you being the same room. Once you it. looked at his zipper for more than four <laughs> seconds. <laughs> A four-second zipper look, that's when you delved into homosexuality. Well, again, it's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's not. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but, and that's the thing. Like, it, it shouldn't even be a thing where you have to defend your position on it. Like, if people say, oh, Tank Gay. Okay. Okay, leave your woman alone with me for a day. Let's see what happens there. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. if you really want to go there, like, you know, people, I guess because I do battle rap and mm -hmm. I do shit where I'm always being insulted. Shit kind of rolls off my back, like it don't matter to me, right, you know. Right. So, but I understand I'm not everybody. Everybody has different sensitivity levels. I have a very thick hide about stuff. I can make fun of myself. I'm over myself, you know. A lot of niggas be super like sensitive. Like men are the most fragile, have the most fragile egos in the world, you know. But in homophobia, you add a homophobia into there and a misplaced sense of masculinity. It's really messy, man. Well, I'm glad you said that because of the the new masculinity uh, movement that's going on. The new masculinity on. movement. You you seen you seen uh, Pharrell on on I the magazine it. cover? Yeah, looking like an absolute fruit cup. What the you know fuck? what I mean? Like what? Geico presents Monster Counseling. Dracula, tell me how you're feeling. No one understands how lonely it is. No one will even let me into their house. I knock and I knock, but they ignore me. Uh huh. What else? I look in the mirror and. <laughs> I don't even see myself anymore. If you don't see yourself clearly, can you really expect others to? I'm having a breakthrough. 
It's not easy to be a vampire. But with GEICO, it's super easy to switch and save hundreds on your car insurance. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I mean, but who, it's all his perspective. Like, who, new masculinity, what is that? Like, who reinvented masculinity? Who are you to sit here and, like, well, I guess because they, they interviewed him, so you get to say what you want, but... Right. Like, what do you have on? You have on, like, some type shit? This nigga had on a puffy gown. A puffy... Come on, he, he had on a gown bubble goose with a blonde, and he dyed his hair blonde. Like, come on, man. Bubble like, goose. what narrative are you pushing? Like, when I saw... It's funny, because when I saw that cover, I used to always think when people said, you know, there's this this movement for the feminization of the black male. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, people always say that shit. And I was, I always, I've always digested that as conspiracy. But when I saw that cover... Mm-hmm. It started. It started. It started to gain ground. It started to be valid to me. Like an agenda is being pushed here for you to put that new masculinity and have this nigga looking like Cinderella on the cover. It's funny at the same time. It's kind of sad because there may be somebody young looking at that. Like, but again, it's like if you want to be gay, be gay. Like it's cool. Like I don't have no problem with it. I just feel like well, I sit here and play these games. You know. What do you feel by pushing that that new masculinity agenda? What- What's coming out of that? Like, I mean, is is it to they trying to? Because let's be clear. I mean, if if everybody ended up gay, the world will end. Various art, men, men, uh, humans will end. Going to Mars, nigga. You know what it comes from? It comes from the mentality that says, you know what, keep it real with me. And then then when you keep it real with you, you mm-hmm. want to sit there and fuck around and make fun of them and yeah. have a problem with it. Like, I don't know what what real is nowadays. Like. You know what I'm saying? If I tell you keep it real, you tell a nigga you in the studio with a nigga and he playing his track, he got his homies in there and they liking it, and you the one nigga that say, you know what, I'm not feeling that. Oh, this nigga hating. Well, you wanted me to keep it real. Right. So right. what are, what are we talking about? Like, right. You know what I'm saying? You, you say something publicly and I have a differing, unpopular opinion, I'm being real with honesty, but we automatically, we get lazy and we, we, we um, label difference of opinion or unpopular opinion hate. Right. So what happens is like, you have all you kind of like this. There's this natural um, evolution into people having this like mindset, and anybody that differs from it, you know, is a hater. You know, it's this it's, it's validation. Let me tell you something. Remember that song? This is the most sucker ass, dick sucking ass, dick eating song in the world. <laughs> and niggas will sing this song and dance to it in the club. Remember that song? If they ain't looking, I don't want it. If they ain't looking, I don't want it. Who is that? If they ain't looking, I don't want that. Remember that shit? Yeah, I remember, remember that, that song. shit. Yeah. What kind of dick eating song is that? You mean to tell me if you were a woman that you think is absolutely gorgeous and you fucking with, if other niggas don't think she pretty, I don't want it. Hey, this is, he made a song <laughs> out of this shit. Are you? This is the, the you know Bro, what people want other people's validation. <laughs> Every people want other people's validation. But see, dog. this is the shit I say. Like I'm a hater, or you know, oh black you. No, it's like that's some dick eater shit. <laughs> like that is some that is the most dick eating thing I've heard in my life. If 
if they listen to the lyrics, if they not looking, I don't want that girl. So you mean to tell me you met this girl on your own. You thought she was sexy. You bought her out, but these niggas thought she was ugly. So, so now you don't want her. Wow. Yeah, I'm, yeah that's, that's. this is society, <laughs> but this, this is the this is just a microcosm of the larger society we live in, and the mentality that that, that exists is like it, it, I don't want to go against the grain, like you know what I mean. Like God forbid, I say I don't like the song, you know what I mean. Like I came out one day, I said, you know what, I'm not a big Bob Marley fan. Oh, I know, right? I know, Bob, I, oh, Bob Marley's a legend, oh, right? God. Bob Marley's a legend. Well, Bob Marley's yeah. a legend, and I love reggae. Yeah. I just don't think Bob Marley is. I, I think I love Sizzler way better than than Bob Marley. I just that's just me. That's my energy, but that, that's my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Does that make me a hater? It's it not. Oh, you hating? No, nigga, that's my honest opinion. Like if I really like Bob Marley and I say that shit, then I'm a hater. But I'm just he got some cool songs. He not whack. I just don't think I'm not. I don't listen to him. I don't right. go out of my way and listen to Bob Marley unless somebody plays it. I don't have Bob Marley in my playlist. I'm not. Mm. I wouldn't go download no Bob Marley. Yeah. That's funny. I, I never heard somebody say that. I mean, I don't. I don't listen to Bob Marley. You know what I'm saying? But so I, I couldn't even be like he, he's whacking not, but or you know he's not better than who. But to hear somebody say that, like you, ne- that's like hearing uh, somebody say Ali was garbage. You but, know what I'm saying? But if somebody really thought that, that's they entitled to their opinion. Their opinion, and that's the thing about opinions. It's like the opinions only boil down to if the person giving you the opinion you respect, right? You know, because to me. Most opinions don't matter to me unless it's somebody I respect. You know what I mean? Right. So you can say whatever. Like, and if it, even if it's somebody I respect, I'm not going to necessarily dismiss it as hate. I'm going to take it as constructive criticism. If, if I'm chilling with Maestro and I play out my song, you'd be like, oh, I, I ain't liking that. I'm going to ask him, like, what about it would you change? What don't you like about yeah. it? Because I'm always, as <clears> an artist, when I came into doing music, when I did battle rap, I knew it was going to be people that don't like it. Some people going to think my shit whack. Some people yeah. going to think it's cool. You, As an artist, you have to have a thick high. When you get sensitive, then you kind of become like, that's some sucker shit. Like, everybody not going to like you. Like, I, I, I'm at an age now, I don't rap for everybody. Some people not going to like my shit. I rap for niggas that, like, the 36 and up crowd. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I may delve into the younger crowd if I'm trying to be fun. or yeah. But I have a demographic. My shit, because I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm not talking about shooting guns. I don't care about Zannies. Like, I'm, I go places. Like, I travel, you know, I, not, I don't travel a whole lot, but I go to nice restaurants. I may go to the beach. I'm out in different places. So yeah. I, my life, it's a, it's a reflection of my life. But you got to understand, too, by, by, by you being smart like that, a lot of the people that come to these battles, a lot of shit you say is going over their head. I, you know what's funny about that? I don't necessarily think I'm smart. Wow, you, you really don't. No, I, I don't. I can I can you a smart dude. I, I appreciate that. I think I know a couple of words, a couple of tangy words. You know what I'm saying? But I don't okay. consider myself. I think I, I, I make think being modest. All I right. think I'm not even modest. I think I make astute observations, but yeah. I'm no different from anybody. I try to look at look at the stuff I talk about. You know I think about. I talk about fucking Cool Ranch Doritos. How smart is that? It's just my opinion on Cool. They the fucking greatest chip in the fucking world. <laughs> Jesus season these shit. That button, nigga. Oh my goodness! My phone went oh. off. Jesus seasoned these shits. How did they get so delicious? Cool Ranch Doritos, bro. Like that's not smart. It's just it's an observation. It's just me and it's my unique way of talking about it. Everybody's different. I don't necessarily think it's smart, but if you think I'm smart, shit, I got these glasses on. I am smart then. Okay, we got, we got a caller. Yeah, yeah. Who that calling in? Let's see who we got. Who that is? Seriously, not another podcast. Who we got? Whoa, whoa, it's Queen in the building. What's going on? What's happening? What's going on? What's up, y'all? What's happening with it? What's up? 
I'm good. Just chilling. Drinking margaritas, you know, just tapping in on the show. You drinking margaritas? What kind? Uh-huh. What kind of margaritas is it? Um, I only like the lime. The lime joints? I like the skinny margaritas because yeah. they don't give me heartburn. Skinny margaritas. Oh. Skinny margaritas. It, it ain't got the, um, you know, regular margaritas give me heartburn. Like the Jose Cuervo yeah. shit with oh, the yeah. little lime shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to put a little water in it. You with the skinny? I like the skinny joint. Get the skinny joint. You know what I'm saying? Go, go, go to um, Ralph. You still do the salt? I don't like, yeah, I'm feeling some type of way. I don't like the salt. Fuck the salt. You know what I'm saying? Go to Rouse, top the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Get the skinny margaritas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what? I'm feeling some type of way. You feeling what's, some type of way? What's going okay. on? Speak, speak, speak. Because you got, you got Columbo on the show. <laughs> Why? How come I can't be on the show? You can. I'm just playing. Okay, that's all good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying to spice you know, it up. We have our little debates. We have our debates. I still love you. Who is this? That's that, that's that's it's Marisha. Who? Marisha. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> you know what? It's funny. <laughs> hey, you know what? So I'm apologize. I know I blocked you because we got in, in, in an argument. So yeah, you blocked me. You got that? I blocked you. Hey, hey, look, hey, look, I'm look. Pulling up. Hey, let me take. Pull it up. Hey, let me, hey, let I didn't me, even block you. I just let it go. Hey, let me tell you something. I, I got in my online feelings. <laughs> and I got in my online feelings and I blocked you. I didn't want no problem. So I got emotional. I'm just I'm just human. I think that day I was in one of my moods. I was in one of my sensitive oh. moods. I was being I was being a true Pisces. I think the moon was full that night. You know what I'm saying? I had a, a bad... he blocked me. Okay, Look, 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 look. I'll give you... I'll add you again and give you access to my dementia again. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Lo siento. Lo siento, as they say in Spanish. I'm so sorry. Oh, so we cool. That, that's funny. But you did something. But, but you did something. You said something like it pissed me off. I got my feelings like fuck that. I'm a block. Bam. I even did my finger like extra. Like bam. I even did. I even said bam when I pressed the button. Bam. You block. <laughs> fuck that shit. We all good though. It's all love. Hey, look, man. Look. One thing I've learned as an old person, like I, I don't really carry no grudges, man. Like you could slap me in my face as long as you ain't kill me. If you apologize and we cool, like, I, you know. Nah, ain't nobody getting like, that close to I, me. Yeah, but I'm just saying life's too short to sit here and hold grudges. Like, I really didn't have none, no problem with you. But I was like, if she got a problem with my page, I'll just block her. Like, she ain't got to have access to it. <laughs> Fuck it, shit. You know, I ain't going to say argue with you. You know, I, I don't got no problem so, with nobody. So, so it's no it's no real, it's no real problem. Remember I told you here. last week? Yeah, no remember I told you last week? He was like, "Oh, y'all, sh- you should pull up to the show." And I'm like, "No, nah, we we ain't cool right now. <laughs> we in a heated moment." I forgot moment. about that. See, but, but you, you know yeah, what? Because we was going in about Kanye, and I got mad. Like, you know, what I'm Kanye. I don't even know Kanye. I don't even have none of his latest albums. I got late registration. I stopped. But, but, but my <laughs> yeah, point is, I love me so. But my point, my I'm point a big is, Kanye fan. Kanye I remember White. I went to go see Kanye when he was at the Hollywood Bowl after I have my twin. So why, why you do that? You know, I'm a big, I'm a big Kanye fan. But why I was mad fan? because nobody can answer the question on what's the difference between him making a gospel album because Snoop Dogg made a gospel album and he got ordained and he had some of the biggest gospel artists supporting him and on that album. But now he's back smoking and crib walking. So I'm just want to know what's the difference. <laughs> he crib walking for Jesus. And nobody can never answer. He, he crib walking for Jesus. Me, but it's okay. 
he 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 walking in the name of Jesus. He's crip walking in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, you know, with, with Kanye, you know, with Snoop, Snoop, Snoop. You know, you have to understand Snoop Snoop's thing. Like, and I'm not saying it's not Kanye's thing, but you know, Snoop has always been, and this has been for the past ten years, and everybody can hear sit here and co-sign this. Snoop has been about reinventing himself as an older artist, yeah. trying to fit into different demographics. Reggae. Reggae, gospel, yeah. country. He has some shit with Willie Nelson. He's made no mistakes about it. You know, he tried to stop smoking weed. He got back to smoking weed, whatever. Like Snoop, But Snoop hasn't been, like, so polarizing, so, like, so, you know, Kanye is very, um, In your bipo- he's very bipolar. Definitely. Very bipolar, very polarizing. He's a Gemini. You, you know, he's a Gemini, but I oh, mean, shit. I mean, you come out, you say like slavery is a choice, and you know, the, the whole Donald Trump endorsement, well, see, and, he, and, then, he, and then like gospel, yeah. like he did that shit yeah. right before his album came out. So I think I it was know, all perfect. Yeah, you know, like we, all of it. He, he got okay, an album named Jesus. He got an album named Jesus. I, <laughs> I understand that, but it's just like how we holding on to the Dodgers and the Lakers. You just gotta, you know, we holding on. Well, you gotta understand that, like. Uh, as a fan of Kanye, you have to understand Kanye is a very polarizing figure. So when you get a nigga has an opinion he like is. mine, you got to understand that he and understand is. where that's coming from. His, and, and you talking about a, a but he, oh, oh, you talking about a person a who, who is a con- you talking about a person who understands Kanye's contribution to hip hop too. Like I'm a Kanye fan, so I'm I'm, I'm speaking from the point of a scorned fan. You know what I mean? Exactly. Disappointing. I'm a I'm a Kanye fan. Nobody was bigger on late registration just, than me. Nobody. I was disappointed. I was disappointed too, but I still, I, I still was there. I still was supported. You know, I was upset about him going to see Donald Trump. I was upset about him saying slavery as a choice. I was upset, just like he said that he sold his soul to the devil, like a happy meal and not the prize. So, I mean, you, you know I what else? He came hmm. to a point. You know what else? I had came to a point where he wanted, he wanted an outrage. He wanted out because. Look at these other artists. It's driving them crazy to where they do it. They all all kind of drugs. They do all kind of stuff, or they in and out of jail. So I think this was his outlet. Of how do you know Kanye? But, but how do you know Kanye not? Let me ask you a question. What? How do you know Kanye's not doing drugs? He got to be on something. This he is. Was. It, but I'm just saying, like, you don't know what his state is. We don't know these niggas. That's what I'm saying. Like, we go to bat he, for all these people, and we advocate. No, no, no. At a point. Do you know, have you been to Kanye's house? Well, he could be sniffing a line right now. He could be popping his ante right now. This is what I'm asking you. I Do mean, you know same, the same thing is with regular pastors. That's, that's in the church. Correct. We don't know it's none the of these thing. niggas personally, but we go to bat for him when we speak here and we sit passionately. I'm very, uh, I'm, very I'm very apathetic in my approach. I don't know Kanye. I can only go by what you present what to me publicly. What's that other pastor name? Joe? I don't even follow him because I don't like him because I think he's very fake. Okay. He doesn't speak. He doesn't who speak you, out the Bible. Who are you talking about? He the one that was in the truck? Motivational quotes. Huh? But okay, look. Okay, Joel Osteen. Oh, Joel Osteen. Yeah. Okay, look. So, so with Kanye, Kanye just did an interview with Big Boy in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now with I me. Like that one. Now when I seen Kanye doing these churches, I said, "Man, this look like a cult more than the church." But then somebody told me, "Say, well, the church is a cult." I said, "Okay, you got me there." Whatever the case. So now when he's doing he's doing this interview, he's cussing in the interview. He because he's fake. Oh, man. he was saying Instagram he's got he was Instagram, saying Instagram got, got your bitch. Instagram got your bitch. Instagram wow. got your bitch. I mean, and Instagram at, fucking your hoes. Yeah. I, hey, I'm just ben, saying. Come on now. 
Ben, come on now. Ma- Ma- Marisha, so just like Ma- the release tape of the other, just the release tape of the other pastor that was, you know, eating out the box. And, and- come on now. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey Marisha, I'm a, cannot be all Kanye like that because it's real. Hey, I'm gonna be. 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 i am he's doing he's doing an absolute terrible job that is my opinion that is my opinion and that's your opinion and i cannot fight you over your opinion you know what i'm saying like i can't that that's the way you feel that's the way you look at it but i didn't have people that went and experienced i have someone that was Working for West Angeles Church is now with Kanye. That's the music director of but, the choir. But but what I, I mean, and I can look. I just want to know. And I can appreciate. I want to know. And I can appreciate what you're saying. Know what's the difference? I want to know what's the difference between him and these regular pastors out here that's not even helping their community. Well, well, let me tell you the difference. I'll tell you the difference. And and if you can answer this question for me, I can give you more clarity. Do you know Kanye personally? Okay. No, I don't. I was so, for, so, so, from what source? So, so, for, so, besides what he presents to the media, really, what do we have to go on as far as his character? We don't know. He might be smoking coke right now. He might be laughing at the fact that people are buying his act. Mm. He, maybe he's be, maybe he's Speaking sincere. Of- but what I'm saying is, you're defending a man you don't know. You know what I mean? Like we all grown folks. I can sit here and, yeah, I, was, and I can sit here and advocate I for whoever I like. Was, Listen to me. I can advocate for whoever I like, but I'm not going to sit here and go so far as to, to, to make like, you know, like he's, we don't know this nigga. I wasn't going far, but I was just, I was just saying like, what's the difference between him doing that album and Snoop Dogg doing the gospel album? Let me ask you a question. What if they both wrong? Like, Let me ask you a question. Because they're two different people. How do you feel about Kanye's clothing line? Do you think that Kanye really thinks that clothing line is dope? Or do you think he just made some rags? No, and that clothing line, the clothing line, honestly, the clothing line looks like a bunch of rags. Like, Motherfuckers are wearing rags and you charge it $1,000 for a it's shirt. It's rags. And you know what? Let me tell you something. When I went to the Hollywood Bowl to see him, I felt like I was the only person that had on regular clothes. Like, honestly, because everybody had on Jesus. Everybody had on, like, everything that he's selling. It's trash. They though. had it on. The gear is trash. Period. You know. You know. You sitting there laughing at everybody because you're spending trash. all that money. On I would shit. never buy it. You know I, I would never buy it. You know how I see Kanye. Like I, I see Kanye. Like if I were to really push, you know, Guggenheim in the food issue, and 
I had fans that said, like, how can you say this? Like, Guggenheim, his whole life is about food. He's about cooking. Like, I'm not that great a cook in real life. But I presented myself as a great cook. And somebody's pushing really? me. How can you say this? This nigga know how to cook everything. He cook everything. But they don't really know me. <laughs> and, put, like, I only whoa, know about three whoa. recipes, whoa, whoa, actually. Whoa. Like, Wait, you know what I mean? Like, like we don't everybody. know this nigga. That's time. all I'm saying. Like, we Still don't know this nigga. Like, you really going <laughs> okay. to bat for a nigga who might be fucking, like, no telling what he's doing in his actual okay, life. Okay, and just like and just like some of these these regular Los Angeles pastors, that's probably doing what getting caught on camera doing what. So it's just like. So are you going to Kanye's church? Come on, let's see. I what? I said, would you go to Kanye's church? Are you gonna go? The next time he's at the farm, yes, I'm gonna go because I think I, I really, he's a musical genius. You can't lie about that. You He's like the musical genius. Do you like the rapping on the? You, can't, um, you 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 cannot take that away from him. You can talk about everything about him, but you cannot take away the musical genius that he is and how he creates his music from late registration. From you know, what I'm saying y'all y'all can't take that away from him. But the, the the music on the album is good, but his rapping is trash. Yeah, he's trash. He's As a good, rapper. He's trash. good. Okay, he's, he's a good producer. Kanye will make a good A and R. The rapping matters. Okay, too. well, I rather. I, I'll take Kanye over the Migos any day. Oh, hell yeah. I'll take Kanye yeah, over trash. Blueface any day. Trash. I'll take Kanye over NBA Young, whatever his fucking name is. All these weirdos that's out right now because they look like fucking weirdos. Mm. All this new music that's out, these new little young rappers, you listen to some of this stuff, it, they talking about some evil ass shit. I'd rather listen to Kanye and other people before I listen to any of these dudes. Because trash. You got it. I mean, come on now. It's a lot of trash that's out right now. It's a lot of trash. Okay, well. It's a lot of trash. Well, Marisha. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of gospel rap out right now. You know, my pastor just dropped out a, a bomb-ass video right now. He ain't, he, 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 he ain't better than Bizzle. Check hey, out Bizzle. Hey, relax, Shout out. relax. Yeah, Bizzle fire. Relax. I bet you my hey, pastor wait. is out wait. here. He's the NJ. Well, Come on now. Look, look, Marisha, be, before we get you out of here, I can't uh-huh. I can't let you get off the phone before I make sure you and Guggenheim are back friends on Facebook. <laughs> I'll add you back. Wait, I'll add you back. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'll add you back as a friend. We need y'all we debates. We, we need y'all debates back. We good. We good. No, we good. We good. We fell. We just got heated. That's what I'm talking about. I guess I got in my feelings. So we you good. Know? I'm never too big to say I'm sorry or I made a mistake. You know. I mean, he does music with my cousin, so if I'm gotta go see my cousin, I have to see him. You gotta so, see me. You, you gotta know. see. You gotta see Guggenheim. You know what? And I, I admit, have to see him. And so I'm in, I admit. Hey, look, I'm a hot mess. I'm steaming right now. It's smoke coming up off of my hat right now. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> So I admit that. So you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. That's okay. <laughs> All right, Marisha. Well, we appreciate your phone call. Thank you for calling in. Bye, man. It's, all, it's always a pleasure. Okay. All right. all right, take it easy. And that's crazy. Like Kanye, <clears throat> I see, I see these these uh, I guess church services. The, another thing that took me was I heard he was charging people to get into these. Into Sunday service, Sunday service, charging and and passing the collection plate around. I don't know. I don't know about passing the collection plate, but I don't see. And I don't know. I don't know where it, it where's the divide at. Is it is it a concert? Right. Is it church? 
Which one is it? Hey man, let me tell you something, man. It's a revival. And look, I, I tell you something, man. Like, <laughs> let me tell you something. Darwinism is a real thing. Like people always think about survival, survival of the fittest in terms of animals and top of the food chain and eating the weaker animals. Like Darwinism exists. This 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 social Darwinism. Like the more intelligent people are going to take advantage of dummies. Like mm. you know what I'm saying. So. You know what? I can't even hate Kanye. If it's niggas that's going to buy into that bullshit, like, enough to him. If he can monetize it, it's being done every day. He's no different from, you know, Jimmy Swaggart or Creflo Dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, like, at least we know he's a dickhead off top, you know? Like, and then you can make your choices from there. It seemed like Ye can't do no wrong. Like, we're, we're going for music because everybody, everybody had him canceled. Now, did he go church because he was he was quote unquote canceled? You know, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. And this is talking from a rapper standpoint. Yeah. And I have a, a, a cool, like, a, you know, um, vision of myself. And but I would never, as a rule of thumb, follow a rapper as a religious leader. Just mm. on GP, gotcha. like, no. I'm not no, especially in, in of all fucking rappers to follow. Like if I'm gonna follow somebody who started a cult, I might follow a Common. <laughs> I might follow a Most Def. I might follow a KRS One. I might follow a Dead Prez. Yeah. I might, you know what I mean? Kanye. Mm. This is the man who you know you gonna go to his revivals and find Jesus through. Like I, I need to find out who his followers are because you know I have a bridge to sell him. I have um I, I have a colonization on Mars and some unicorns to sell on, this on my stupid. eBay account. This nigga stupid. Like you're a stupid ass. Like I'm being like, come on, man. Like it's 2019. Like people are eating off of bullshit. I was just talking to I was talking to Dorothy, man. Like it's people like way less talented and less smart as us making a lot of money and monetizing oh, some yeah. bullshit. Oh, yeah. You know that, what I mean? That's it's how like, the universe works. I gotta find a niche. I gotta find like how to milk some of you dumb niggas. Like because y'all out here. Like, and at least my intentions are pure. You know what I mean? My intentions are pure. I'm not going to sit out here and bullshit you just for your money. At least I'm going to give you some product. I'm going to give you good art, right. something worthwhile. I'm not going to sit here and feed you on, like, because you found God. Kanye act like he the first nigga to find Jesus. <laughs> and then he come out with an album, and he say a few Christian tropes. He says some empty rhetoric about Jesus and all the little taglines, and niggas buy it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm. So, you know. so he's doing, and what he's doing now is uh, similar. And and okay, so so Bizzle Bizzle does his his uh, tours. He go he goes around uh, church to church. You know he, he he hit the church spot. So that that's what Kanye's doing. Like I was watching an interview today, and uh, Kanye went to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and you know all the Atlanta artists was there. Ti was saying how he was there, and he said. Uh, the pastor who run the church was like, now our special guest and another another uh, pastor came up. And that pastor was like, I need 20 people to stand up. We pass He said they don't have collect, collection places. They have collection buckets, mm. <clears throat> like paint buckets. Mm-hmm. And he said, I need 20 people to stand up and, and, and donate a thousand. Remember, remember when I told you blackface and then dude was wearing gay face? Kanye's wearing Jesus face. Wow. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, wow. That's a bar, bro. Yeah, to do the, you know what I mean? Do the explosion on my voice just now. I just said that all crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Kanye doing Jesus face. We can all do that. Like, I can say Mazer did it. 
How fast was that shit? Remember, he found Christ. That nigga came back, Mason's back. <laughs> Boom, well, drugs. I'm back in the hood, well, nigga. Back. Like, what? what? Wait, but, <laughs> but on, wait, 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 but wait, wait. <laughs> time out, time, time out, Stop. time out, Guggenheim. Look, <laughs> Mace went out to church and came back, murder Mace. Though he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> when he first started, like, hey, look, pe- people don't notice about Mace. People don't notice about Mace. Like, you know, these young boomers they hear it and they they think, uh, they don't know with the glitter yeah. shit. Like Mace <laughs> Mace was fire when he first came out. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mace was murder oh, yeah. Mason when yeah. he first Mason yeah. was talking that shit. He was on that lock shit, that right. G Dev shit. Right. You know? But um, you know, he got with Puffy, and they, they did his image. They did the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that worked for him. You know, he was a good-looking dude. Chicks liked him. He was cool. You know, he had the little cool flow. He got Christian. Boom. He came back. Guess who's back? Dude, dude cursing, drugs, guns, every all that shit. That but wait, funny, but wait so, wait, he came back with the welcome back stuff. He came back with the welcome back. And then uh, 50 Cent got a hold of him. And then that's when he turned up to murder man. Right, right. Yeah. And it was a problem between 50 and... and uh, the whole image. Like, And I read his book. Read, Mace, read Mace's book. Read Mace's book when he when he left Bad Boy and he had the Christian lifestyle. He's talking about the lifestyle when he used to go out and it was groupies and they smoking weed and drunk. But he found God and all this kind of stuff. And I, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then it's funny, like the year after I read that book, guess who's back? Boom, he in the videos, chicks twerking. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, where'd Jesus go? Jesus must have. I don't know. That, that's, that's hard to take in because I've seen him. I've seen Mace preaching. Up there, and it's like it. it I'm from Mace's era, so seeing Mace and doing that's like, yo, what's happening here? You don't understand it. And then when he, you be like, okay, Mace is in the church. I get it. He, he's changing his life, but then he come back. Look, man, let me tell you what happened, man. And, and it's, it's all very simple. And I, I think people think I try to simplify things. Like Mace is a perfect example, and I, I like Mace is. He's kind of like the template for what we all go through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. how many times have we, you know, oh, we've been fucking up. We go out too much. You may have had a bad relationship, so you go to church. Now you're changing your ways. <laughs> oh, oh, well, how many times has it been? Oh, shit, I've been eating too bad. I feel terrible. I'm going to go on this diet. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just the continuity, the ebbs and flows of life. And you go through, you have your journeys, you have your struggles. And it's like sometimes people get into church and they fall like, fuck this shit. Like, damn, yeah. I don't want to be regimented. I don't want people. It's just that's life. And man. I had a conversation with, with a Christian and he said that if they keep trying, no matter if they keep falling, if they keep trying, it's a good thing. But if they stop and just fall off bad, then it, it becomes bad. That's what it is. Remember we had that conversation and I was telling, you know, not to get into it, but I was like, every day is a new day. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like whatever you fuck ups you did yesterday, no matter how, you know, even with working out, I was telling her like, I've been putting up a lot of basketball videos. Like I've been back in my workout grind. I've been working out, playing yeah. basketball more. Like, but, but the months before that, I was slacking off. I may have been going out, drinking, hanging out, getting high, whatever, yeah. and not taking care of my health, not eating right. But you know, all it takes is that one day to go play ball. You break that sweat and you feel good. Boom! I go the next day, and now I'm working out. I'm doing the steps. I'm running. Right. It's a continuity. Every day is a new day. Like yesterday don't matter. You right. know what I mean? It's all about now and <clears throat> moving forward. You know. Well, we have hit our uh, our, our our half point. Uh, we're going to go into a break. We got a song for y'all by the bartenders called Hoes. Oh, that's my, that's one of my, that's my favorite song we've done. 
uh, well, I'm gonna give you a background on that song too. Okay, okay. Actually. When we come, when we come back, we'll go into it. So we have yeah. bartenders, which is Lucius V. Guggenheim. Yeah. And Mike Stroh. Mike Stroh, bartenders. Yeah, we got, we got to talk about that, too. Pick up Dada. What's up, Dada? You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Woo! How you feeling? You good? So good, man. Like, Invite some heifers, though. I'm about to bless them with You know, anytime you get me just running my mouth, just speaking, speaking off the cuff, I'm going to be in si tú y tus amigos ordenan de McDonald's juntos, deja que los demás agarren su comida primero. Yo sé, el solo pensar en el olor de las papitas y tener que esperar para meter tu mano en la caja y sacar unas suena loco. Pero por regla, si eres la última persona que sostiene la bolsa, entonces las papitas que se cayeron al fondo de la bolsa son tuyas. La paciencia paga, amigos. Para pa pa pa. I went from Long Beach to Texas in the Lexus after Testarossa. But nevertheless, my effervescence showing. We in the best Western flexing, doing the extras. Keeping that checkbook open. Never no yeah, question about no exes. Until you fella give it a rest. He embellishing his jealous moments. Standing in front of the delicate test. How long y'all knew each other before this? Yeah, I was I'm a mess. My chest was showing. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Vanessa, she's from Jessica Jones. You know I love to see her fill up off that dress. She got the best panoche. We chest to chest on another scene. Plus ignoring all our texts. Which is best when the sex is coach. I'm chasing checks. I used to live with Biz on Riverside. Uh, ooh, ooh, we was like 23, 24. And we used to. Was that back then? That may have been a little bit after that. I mean, this may have been. when uh, What's the dude name from the IE? Uh, not Dirty Birdie. Uh, damn. I can't think of that nigga name. Uh, 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 he had a song with JL Felony. They had like a big ass remix song, all in with Sly Boogie. Sly Boogie, I fuck with Sly Boogie. Sly Boogie. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Sly Boogie, man. Sly Boogie was one of the nice ones, too. So we used to always talk about, like, yeah, Sly Boogie, Mike Stroh. Uh, I used to say Chino. Oh, for real? So I don't know if I remember TQ. Yeah, the, the singer. The singer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah all the niggas. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's why when I heard you two game. niggas doing something, the back and forth is killing Jada and his style. Oh, yeah, he said it all the time. There's no competition. Like, even how y'all go back and forth and y'all finish each other's lines, or you'll do your rhyme and he'll do your rhyme, you go back to his. Y'all just switching. Line. I'm like, and nigga, so much of this shit would go over your head if, if you're not listening. Well, the difference, Jada, Jada and Style Fair, I know for a fact, they'll just, um, like, Jada will send him a track and he'll fill it in. You know what I mean? Like, me and Maestro, we record all that shit off the cuff. Like, we don't write nothing. I do my shit. He just, like, we there. We both with one rapper coming up with bar. You know what I mean?
Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the bartenders, hoes. Speaking of bartenders, so bartenders is you. Me, Mike Stro, and uh, Dada D Baker. D- so, yeah. Okay, so is so is Dada Dada doing all y'all joints? Dada is the visuals, all the videos you see with bartenders. He's the one that um, shoots all of them. Right. He's the like the visual. And um, Dada, if you don't know, every like most stuff you see from Snoop Dogg, he, mm-hmm. he's uh, da- Snoop Dogg's camera guy. It's the uh, it's the little piano in the, in the beginning, right? The is D Baker. What's his real name? D, his name it was Dada, but D Baker. D Baker, you know? yeah. Um, but he 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 was he used to do all the Western Union shit with like uh, uh, crazy tunes and uh, Bad Mr. Luck Peach. and Damani. Like he used to do all that. He's heavy on the West Coast on the visual, like he's part of the We the West movement. But he's uh, in Snoop Dogg's camp, so we we're fortunate enough to have him do our vision. He's actually he's a bartender. He's the third part third bartender. Explain how how you and Mike Stro hooked up. Mike Stro, uh, I didn't know Mike Stro at first. You know, mm-hmm. the L.A. underground scene was very small at one time. So I don't know if you remember, but you had your acts like. Let me tell you about the evolution of the West Coast underground. It's funny because. I don't you remember Pac Dev? Yeah. So those are my niggas. Like I know them through my homie Jay. I call him Chuck Smash, but my homie Jay. Mm-hmm. And I met all these people. Like I don't know if you know about Blue Collar, Disgabron. Like um, these are all like major underground acts. This is around the time like Casey Veggies and um, mm-hmm. Scheme and like Pac Dev. Like oh, these were the that was the and then all of a sudden Kendrick Lamar came. Yeah. And like that whole L.A. underground scene disappeared. Like Kendrick ate all that shit up. Like, so, but my, all this time, this is kind of when I first break it. Like, I didn't start rapping until I was, like, 36. Really? Really. And so, but I've been a student. I've always been a fan of rap. You've like, been, you been I've, hip-hop. I've right? heard, I've been all hip-hop. But You I, freestyle prior, though. You, yeah, I used to freestyle, but it was whack to me. But then I used to, like, some niggas told me, like, okay, you could rap. And then I started to go. But I was, like, in my 30s then. Wow. But But I used to hear Maestro, and I used to hear him. When I first heard him, I'm like, this is the hardest nigga on the West Coast. Like, easily. Yeah, easily. Like it wasn't nobody close. Just before, like Crooked Eye was like, like, and you know, like I can arguably say, like, if somebody say Crooked Eye is the best, I can see that. But Maestro to me is the best off the West Coast ever, yeah. ever. And so, as a fan, I'm listening, and I happen to go to like I was, I went to Westchester, the bowling alley in Westchester, and I saw him there. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that struck me, like that nigga's tall. That nigga's like six three. Okay. Like, the nigga's tall. Like damn, that nigga tall. And I went up to him, like man, like we had a lot of mutual friends. Like man, I fuck with your music, bro. The nigga was super humble, and it surprised me because in his raps he'd be like super cocky. Plus he light skinned. so it's like he light skinned <laughs> and he cocky and he rap fire. I'm like, oh, this nigga cocky. He's an asshole. But the nigga's like the sweetest fucking individual you meet in your fucking life. Like he's like that's my nigga. That's my brother. And then we just built a rapport, and like he told me, he really appreciated my music, and it was a mutual appreciation. So uh, over the years, we cultivated a relationship. We would do songs together, and then we just we said, "Fuck it, let's do this. Let's do this uh, centipede. Let's let's do the, the in and out, the, in and, the exchange." And like we both looked at music the same way, you know, in the movie The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, the nigga like gains that like omniscience and a nigga could see like the world in zeros and ones and binary code and he see the shit he battling with the Asian he doing a he don't even gotta look he doing the martial arts like <laughs> me and Maestro see the same zeros and ones right you know what I mean like 
artistically so we can able we know about how the multi supposed to sound what a good rap supposed to sound like and we just we we and we synergize like that it's symbiotic you know what i mean y'all wordplay individually and when y'all come together crazy it is is ridiculous and and like i said off air like i i feel like it's it's no shot but i feel like y'all are the best you know uh Duo rappers when it when it comes to that back and forth shit, I, I appreciate that. It, and obviously, like not trying to sound arrogant, but we haven't nobody we haven't heard nobody do it like this, like to this extent. Make it a group concept. Like Jada Kiss may do that shit once in a while on a Blue Moon, but they haven't made it a group concept. You know, even if you go back to the best, I would say the best to do it like us. Like you'd have to go back to Run DMC. Like, mm. that's the closest. Because you can't even go to EPMD because they didn't do this. They would go first verse, second verse, P, second right. verse, Eric's. You know what I mean? Right. Or they may do a little even, but they don't do the the syllable, you know, the, the intricacy, like the mathematics within the bars and the exchange, nobody's done it. What about Red and Math? No, they don't do it like that. Nah. No. Like, it's still separate. They like, just a duo. It's a duo. And you like you can tell the way they do their tracks. Meth could have wrapped his rap out and then he sent it to, to Red in New Jersey from like Staten Island and then he filled his shit in. And it's and you can make a good track like that, but it's different when you sitting in the fucking studio with a nigga and you sleepy and we trying to do a track and like really Yeah. Okay, boom, this your verse. Okay, boom. And then you have to understand like within that not I, I I'll be the magician that shares the tricks. Like sometimes it's the thing where I may be stumped. Like he do a little syllable and that shit got like five, five syllable rhyme. And I'm taking a little like, damn, that shit hard. Like I'm a rhyme, you know, say I say, uh, Clorox in Canada dry is great. You know what I mean? So I want to rhyme every word. So it's be like borax and a man of a pan upon a thing. Yeah. And I may be taking too long. He might have it and he'll give it to me. So I'll wrap it out. So in essence, he's ghost written for me, but but that doesn't happen all the time. But right. when you're one mind, when you have a hive mindset, everything that comes out, we don't sit here and differentiate between. He's not going to come out, oh, I wrote that bar for Columbo. Right, right, right. I wrote, no, no, nigga, we one rapper. You know what I'm saying? And y'all, y'all verse, how y'all set, structure y'all songs is like y'all share every verse, right? That, that's how it usually go. Or y'all. No, sometimes. I'll tell you what happened one song. We have a song called Fly Shit. We got the video for it. It's the one where in the Venice Canals yeah. and the drone and we on the bridge. You know, I've never seen that place. Doom, and I've been doom, in California doom. all my life. Go to Venice and you'll see the canals. But Dot, I got the drone. We got the little fly shots. We had our little suit on. And But when we made the song, mm-hmm. I'm on the first words we interchanging. And during that session, he had this brass knuckles vape. And that shit was strong as fuck. Like, <laughs> it was OG in there. So I'm like, we sitting there recording Puffin, and I fell asleep. So he ended up writing, like, the rest of the second verse. It's all oh. him. But that's how the song came out. So we don't sit here. And it's, not a, it's not a strict structure. He may do five bars. I could do two. I'll do six bars. He do three. Right. Like, it don't matter the synergy of the song and how the multi set up. So it's no, you never know, you know? I, all I know is, like, the... Y'all just just lyrically is like it's a, the two headed monster. Like I never seen, and, and you know I, I love hip hop and, and and a duo right. that sit there and talk that shit. That's wordplay, metaphorically, everything is in there. I I never seen it done like that. I appreciate, and that's that. what made me be like, yo, I can't remember what video I seen. I said, I gotta fuck with this nigga. This nigga is 
is nuts when it comes to that rap shit. I appreciate it. And it's funny because, you know, it's a great blend because Mike Stro, for the most part, Mike Stro's a street nigga. You know what I'm right. saying? Mike Stro's a street nigga. Like, he got ties. He, like, he know, you know, it was a blessing to get with Mike. You know, like, first of all, a lot of people don't know his brother's Battle Cat. Correct. You know what I mean? So, you got to understand, Battle Cat's the GOAT of producer. So, you can't imagine being able to have that kind of access to him. Like, I can call Battle Cat and just go in the studio and vibe with him. Like, that's the kind of rapport, you know. And I appreciate Mike for that because he's offered that access to me. Right. And that's validation. Like, if Battle Cat tell you you fire, I don't really need nigga. I don't even need nobody else's validation. Right. You know, that's my yeah. GOAT. That's my favorite producer. Like, it's Premier, Battle Cat, and, like, you know, like Knife Wonder. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, those are my favorites. So, um, but, like, this nigga, like, he good with Snoop. He good with Mac-10. Like, we go to the thing. He know everybody. You know, Crooked Eye, Mac-10, Trey D. This nigga knows everybody. Like, you know, to, to, to have that kind of access and that kind of exposure that he's had within the industry has been a blessing to be in a group with him. Plus, imagine, like, you're a rapper and, you know, I'm a Nas fan. This is no different from if I formed a group with Nas. Right. It's the same thing. I don't make no di- like people like to talk about record sales and all that. Like nigga, who could rap? Like yeah. who do I respect? Like I, I low key kind of idolize this nigga. Like he's, he's one a of ra- my favorites. He's, he's a rapper's rapper. That nigga could rap. Look, when I tell you this, I'm not just saying this because it's my nigga. I said this before I knew the nigga. Like he's the. I can make a case for Maestro being the best rapper on the West Coast. I tell him that all the time. I've had niggas give me flack, my homies, that would tell me, oh, Maestro, what? No, you could rap better. No, Maestro's the best rapper on the West Coast, bro. Yeah, like, Maestro for sure do some shit. be like, damn, I wish I came up with that. You know what I'm all saying? All the time. And you can imagine, I hear all that shit, his throwaway shit. Like, and he, he, I don't even think he knows how good he is. And Michael, Maestro kind of, he, he cocky with it. Like, Maestro know he, he got the flavor, but I don't think he really knows how good he is. Like A lot of special man. people that, as for real special and gifts, like, they don't really know how special they are. Like, they, you have to know. bring, you have to bring it out of them. You know what I mean? And it's fucked up when it, when it's unappreciated. When, you know, like, he sees his peers making, you know, more strides. Like, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, like, I don't think Kendrick can hold a candle to, to, to Mike Stroh. Mm, like, yeah. And that's that's on me. That's I put that on my mom. I don't think Kendrick can hold a candle to Mike Stroh, but he has the machine. He had the timing. He has the style. He has a certain je ne sais quoi about him that people like. And I'm not hating on him. I, I no, love no, no, no. But, but I'm, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you a secret, okay? Like, number one, Mike Stroh has a song with Kendrick. He has a set precedent song. It's on the internet. They going bar for bar, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's one song. Maestro has songs that were submitted that Kendrick has heard. Mm-hmm. On the Pimple Butterfly, Maestro had a song that was submitted to people who were in the room with Kendrick that he's heard. And on the Pimple Butterfly, there's a song that sounds exactly like a song that Maestro did. I'm not saying, you know what I mean? But this is shit that goes on in the music industry. Right. You know, they'll take an a, a unknown artist, hear a song, and freak it, and now it's theirs. What I'm telling you is Kendrick heard a Maestro song, and he took that shit, and it's on to Pimp a Butterfly. I'm not going to say what song it is. Yeah. I heard this. I heard the Maestro rap, the original rap, and I heard the song Kendrick did. Was it the cadence? Was it the cadence of it? He took, he took the rap, bro. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that song doesn't get made unless he hears the Maestro song. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. I'm not, so take from that what you will. Yeah. This is shit that Maestro won't say. But since I, I'm in the know and I, I talk to the nigga, that's my brother. I'm telling you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas ain't going to shortcut my nigga. Niggas ain't going to sit here and, like, try to make disparities. Oh, dude, he know them, but he ain't do No, nigga, like, let's be honest about who rapping and who rapping, who really rapping. You know what I'm saying? So, so who's one West Coast artist that you haven't worked with that you would want to work with? West Coast artist, um, Nipsey is one. You know what I hate about Nipsey's thing? You know what I mean? Like, his advocacy in the community was awesome. Like, what he what he meant to the community was awesome, but I feel like what got lost in the shuffle of how, of how awesome a rapper Nipsey was. Yeah. Nipsey, Nipsey was one of those few people that mastered out-rapping everybody without out-rapping everybody with trying right. to sound like he was the mystical, magical, every man. He had to go four bars with the same multi. Like, Nipsey was special. Like, he had the gift of communication and making it palatable and not being over niggas' heads trying to out-rap everybody, but he rapped. It was that he had an economy of words that I like. Like um, Rick Ross does it a lot. I'm a big Rick Ross fan. No, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He's one of those people, he ain't got to out-rap you, but it sounds good and it's good rapping. And, and the shit, it, it, it's, it's the patterns are good. The pocket is good. Like I tell the homie, Rick Ross, be having, he be having some pockets where he'll throw some wordplay in that motherfucker. Rick Ross, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you, you got to, yo. I got a Tennessee to send him up to Tennessee. What? Rob Ross be rapping, on, bro. Stop. Ross, Ross can rap. Like, but but it, but it's not. See, Ross does this. And I'll tell you who, who does it. Nipsey did it too. I remember when Mailbox Money came out. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it Mailbox Money? Yeah, mailbox yeah it's money. Mailbox Money. Nancy a smoking killer. That shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So Dom Kennedy was on there. I think Rick Ross had a track on that album, right? Yes. Like, Rick Ross... Nipsey and Dom, I think Mike Stroh told me they kind of got it from Dom, but they have this style yeah. where they, they bruh, take they take a bar off. Bruh, I told I told niggas, I swear to God, I told I told all my homies, I said, look, to me, cause and, and I love Dom. Yeah. I I think Dom fell off once niggas took his took took his rap style. They kinda took his style, they took a bar. Yes, they did. Yeah, call, Nipsey I, did it for sure. Yeah, Nipsey did it for sure. Like, come on, because they they good. Like they cool. And like, they cool, they cool. homies, so it they can homies. happen. And they took his mojo. I told niggas he they took his mojo. But what it is I you know, swear I told niggas. And I ain't gonna lie, I bid it. Like a lot of niggas do it, and it's not like it's not a new thing or that they, they invented it. Yeah. But I call it taking the bar off. You know what I mean? And so Basically, the technique is you got a niggas that like psychedelic. The nigga I'm rapping against. Mm-hmm. A lot of rappers think that populating. See, rapping is about time and space, and to me, empty space is just as important as as the beat that you rhyme over. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross, the beauty of him, Dom Kennedy, Nip, they took that bar off, so they'd be like, uh, "Dun dun 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 dun." It's not, you know, something they got to populate it. But Rick, they took a bar off and let you see, get the flavor of that bar. And then they come in. But every, but when you do that, every bar has to matter because you're rapping less. So you have to put more into those bars that you are rapping. And Rick Ross, Nipsey, Dom, they mastered that shit. You know what I mean. I'm glad you. I'm, I'm glad you, you. You said that because I swear I've been telling niggas that for the longest. Oh man, Dom. But to see, the Dom's thing is like, Dom's kind of boring with it. 
his shit yeah. is, it, it can get boring like you got to have a voice for that. You got to have a flavor for that. Dom's voice is kind of pedestrian, so it doesn't translate as well. Right. Rick Ross has a, he got a yeah. quality to his voice yeah. in the content he's rapping him. Nipsey got that Rick twang Ross, to his voice. Rick Ross still got a big nigga voice. He's like, got a big nigga voice. He, he, he lost weight, but his voice still like big niggas. He's got a big nigga voice. <laughs> I love Rick Ross, nigga. Rich Off Cocaine is one of the, one of my, one of the best made songs to me, like, that song is beautiful. Have you heard that song, Rich Ross? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that song is beautiful. I used to love that song. Like, what, what, what's, what's Rick Ross' best album? Oh man, the song with Rich off Cocaine. Okay, I think that that's that's a Triller, I believe. I think it's Triller. Like a Triller. That that album is awesome. That album is awesome. Uh, I like the, I like the one with Ten Jesus pieces too. That shit was fire. I think he got a. The one with Andre 3000 is on oh, yeah, there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was 16. 16, uh, yeah. Is that is that God Forgives and I Don't? I think it's God Forgives and I Don't. He had some shit. He had the shit with over the Biggie beat. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Not too many people can do that. Hey, Ross. Ross is kind of like, he got a little Biggie. Ross got a lot of Biggie in him, too. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. fuck with Ross. That's, that's why Puffy was fucking with him. He, he, he knew what was going on. I like Ross. Um. I'm gonna get off of hip hop for for a minute, mm. and I'm gonna go into this topic I, I hear you talk about, and I know a lot of people is not gonna agree mm-hmm. with with your with your look on this. Colin Kaepernick, what is, what's your what's your what's your gripe with uh, Colin Kaepernick? Um, you know. I have an issue with people appropriating black culture when they when they see it's convenient, mm-hmm. you know. And um, you know, I have a problem when you equate a guy like Colin Kaepernick with a Martin Luther King, who could have died for the shit he was doing. Whoa. You know what I mean? Within the, the tension, you know, I don't even understand the gravity of it because I wasn't born in the '60s. But look, he—I mean—he was thrown in jail. Like, yeah. he could have been shot at any time. Like, them white folks wasn't playing. Like, you got the KKK. This one shit was lit. Like, and you mean to tell me because a nigga took a knee to a football game, you get to be mentioned in the same? No, we're not on my watch, bro. Yeah, no. And then you can't sit here and talk about, you know, number one, you bringing it to the wrong organization. The cops are shooting people. The NFL, it's not their responsibility. These these, these these old white men trying to make money, they've made it about that all this time. So don't sit here. They, yeah, they set the fucking rules for they either play but by our rules or don't. This ain't no about no black, white thing. Nigga, this, this our thing. Gr- you know what I'm saying? We don't have to be about equality. We're a private organization. You fuck with us or you don't. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Period. So, you know, Colin Kaepernick, I, I don't, you know, People say, oh, well, he did it on his own time. You did it on your own time on national television in front of millions of viewers, and you know the camera's going to be on you anyway? Like, it, you know, they got they got cameras. Just because a camera on you don't mean that they have camera number two that's not operational on you. And they say, oh, look at this. This nigga ain't kneeling. Like, boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. like, come on. Like, no, Colin Kaepernick, you know, I I, I don't I don't have I'm, – I'm totally apathetic about it. He didn't do nothing for me as a black man. Do do you do you feel him him uh the kneeling it is do you feel that the hate that people have now or I, I won't say people there's been a lot of white people like uh anybody that go to these football games and wear Colin Kaepernick uh stuff you know they getting beat up uh you know it a uh, beer stone on them. I seen uh one other day it was a black dude with a Colin Kaepernick uh mm-hmm. t-shirt or something on 
and somebody was recording him, and somebody behind it, the the white chick behind it was like, you know, like in her nose right. with the middle finger, you know, like, right. and it's like him doing that. Do do that warrants the hate? Is, is is that supposed to bring hate to him? Like, cause cause then it now is now is is being racial now. Now the racial part they're showing they 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 true feelings and how they feel. Like, okay, well, fuck fuck Colin Kaepernick, fuck him, cause. He he's kneeling for the injustice of black people, right? Well, go kneel in front of the cop station, in front of the people who was actually killing black people. Don't do it on your job. If I got a problem with white oppression, I'm not gonna go to my job and start black power and grow an afro and go up to everybody. <laughs> I didn't like and spread my, and spread my <laughs> propaganda. That's not for my. That's not my job's problem. <laughs> it's not the NFL's job to sit here. And 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 about uh, social civil liberties and shit. That's they about money. They've made it about money. They contract alcohol people to you know they're into gambling. They're into money. That's their bottom line. Like that, that's not wrong of them to say, look, I don't want the problems with this nigga. I don't want to have this polarity. Uh, you know, like I have white fans. White fans like football. Black people like football. Mexicans like football. And this is the issue. They have an issue about this. Like. And that's fine. Like, I'm going to cater to where, because black people do with their business, right? right. Oh, uh, what do they tell black people? Oh, support black business, even though we got higher prices than everybody else. Come and support our business. Oh. We, you have a vested interest in something. <laughs> Don't start me on so, that so, shit. So, so what if they hire a white person and he says, you know what? I feel like you cater to black people too much. It's not all white people are bad. How come you don't, you don't market in this white area? But that's not their job. Their bottom line is to make money. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And that's cool. Like, that's capitalism. We're in the fucking America. Everybody, you can't do that and sell drugs and kill off your own people and sit there and have an issue with niggas trying to make money. Like, come on, be fair about the shit. You know what I mean? Kaepernick's Afro and the, the, the Black Panther getup was a bit much, for, even for me. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like. He wasn't doing that at first. Come on. He yeah. wasn't doing that at first. The nigga didn't have, the nigga didn't have, have braids. The nigga got hey the nigga got blacker the lower he got on, 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 on the depth chart. The lo- hey look hey look look let me come super back up. Let me tell you something. It became blacker. Hey look man, let me tell you something. This nigga was hey when he was starting, the nigga was like Justin Timberlake. The lower Callan Kaepernick got on the depth chart, Huey Newton, <laughs> Malcolm X, Harriet Tubman. Frederick Douglass. Oh, massa, I'm a holy mackerel. <laughs> Where the Afro come from? Where was the Afro when you was almost in the Super Bowl, asshole? <laughs> Fuck you. You're not going to sit here and insult my intelligence and appropriate my culture and make me feel bad. Now niggas want to look at me call me an Uncle Tom because I'm calling you on your bullshit. No, stop. You're not doing that today. Not oh, on man. Guggenheim time. Yeah. <laughs> stop. That's why, that's why I said that that, 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 that Afro and shit was crazy. The braids and shit. I'm like, come on, bro. Like now, now you're, 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 uh, you, you, you want to pull blacks in. I mean, you know, like, this is what you're doing. You selling it. You selling it now. You know, black people, black people are so reactionary. We're so, I remember when I was in African American literature, I had a, a professor that told me why black people talk in terms of B. You know what I mean? Like, black people say, I be on the block. Yeah. I be doing this. Yeah. And he was <clears> saying how blackness is so, which is, it's kind of a beauty in it. We're focused on now, on immediacy, on, you know, living life, in, you know, now. So right. we're focused on immediacy, but there's a backside to it because we, we're so caught in on to, like, what's now, what the moment is, and mm-hmm. being, being um, 
you know, um, recreationally outraged about shit. You know what I'm saying? R. Kelly been a pedophile for 30 years, but now, but now the documentary come out and now all of a sudden he's a monster. Nigga, we knew R. Kelly was a monster. When was the Dave Chappelle peace kit? That shit was 20 years ago. We been knew the nigga was a weirdo. But now because it's recreationally appropriate to be outraged, now everybody has an issue. And that's my problem. Like, you know, be consistent. Have a continuity of outrage. Be outraged when this shit happens. Don't sit here because everybody else is outraged. Now you have a problem. That's why I speak. When I speak about stuff, mm-hmm. it, it may be untimely. Like, it's not cool to say Bob Marley not. That's, that's just me. Like, everybody like Bob Marley. I don't like Bob Marley. What's wrong with me? And that's my problem with Christians. They get on you, call you, lost all this shit because you spout all this shit. Like, maybe I don't believe in religion, but it's like you get to express your views about religion. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not a Christian. You know what I mean? And your guess is just as good as mine. So everybody's thoughts have equal validity. Just because you have an established religion don't mean shit. Are, 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 you, are, you, are, you, are you atheist or are you just... I believe in God, but my thing is, I told my mom this the other day, and we speak about my mom's a Christian, a stout Christian. Mm-hmm. I be, It's not like, religion is based on faith, right? Right. right. That, you know, you got to believe. Like, you don't need faith when you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's a God. Right. It's a difference. I don't have to believe. I don't need a Bible. I don't need validation. Like, I know it's a God. I mean, how we get here? But and, and, But that's the thing about it, like, and I say this respectfully, but it's like, it's nothing I have to really explain to anybody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can sit here and tell you all day and you're going to question it. It may not make sense to you, but it makes sense to me. Like, I, there's been things in my life that have happened that have have that have that proven to me he exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the universe itself, this shit don't happen by mistake. It's too much <clears throat> order. The body's too perfect. The systems, our body's a computer. This shit is hardwired to perfection for it to be just chaos. It's somebody, there's a master hand at work. And that God, that's the God I worship. Like, everybody don't worship the same God. And it doesn't, I speak to my God every day. He speaks to me. He communicates me to me in a number of ways I can't explain to everybody. Right. So I don't I don't depend on faith. Like, I know. Like, I know. And, you know, nobody can knock me off that pivot. You, you could know? be in tune and not go to church uh, for on Wednesday, Thursdays, and Sunday. Right. Or not go to church at all, I, and the funniest thing, I go to church. Really? See, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys, and I may come off like that, but I don't know it all, so mm-hmm. I go to church. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I listen to them. I, I take it. I've read the Bible three times, all the way through, cover mm-hmm. to cover. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you tell me something, like, I, like I'm speaking from experience. I think the Bible is is a good book. Is it God's book? I don't think so. I could be wrong, but they could be wrong. So it's all at risk, but I have to go on the strength of my convictions. So I know it's a God. It's not a matter of faith for me, you know? How you feel like uh, they say that religion or Christianity was to put uh, black people in a box? I, th- I think if you have a shrewd enough mind, you can manipulate anything to influence somebody. Look at, look, very, let's bring it back full circle. circle. Look at Kanye. Mm. Look at the bullshit that he's concocted in order to bring people into his church. You know what I mean? It ain't hard. People, you know, and I hate to say this, but, and I include myself in this, like, you know, people are stupid. And sometimes when you're desperate and your life is going in a certain way 
and you searching on the summer, all you need is just some relatable thing. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, oh Kanye, Kanye lost his mom. I lost my mom, too. He finding Jesus like me. <laughs> but that's all you need. Yeah. And I'm not saying you wrong for that or you stupid, but sometimes we're not always rationally thinking beings. If we were such a rationally thinking beings, we would have figured this shit out by now. And we wouldn't have so much crime and corruption in the world if we were all so fucking smart. You Very know what I true. mean? Very true. Niggas is heathens out here. Niggas is heathens. Like, I, I would just put a, a post up the other day. A post up the day. And people are like, how do you know about this shit? Because I read shit. Like, you know, when I was in high school, I heard about an organization called NAMBLA. Mm-hmm. You know about that? Mm, I don't know about NAMBLA. National Association of Man Boy Love. The fuck? Association. Whoa. And it's another one called IPCA. And it's basically what it is. These are organizations, chartered organizations, you know, who want government to want to be uh, recognized as a movement, you know, had to have the right to have sexual relations with consenting children. Are you fucking kidding me? This motherfucker's really out there. Like that's a real thing. Like they want. I, be- I believe you. They want rights. I believe, I you, believe you. This I is the world. This is the world we live in. Like you know what I mean. So so you know you commit like. Let me tell you, man, anything can exist in the world and subsist if you have, if your rap is tight. You know, that's why people think, um, you know, I'm an Uncle Tom and shit about stuff I say. And I do have, I've been on both sides. I've been on the ghetto side. I've been, so I can come off as a leader sometimes, but I'm, I'm a big believer in you're only limited by the power of your imagination. Mm. Ask Clarence Avant. That's right? a war. Ask Clarence Avant. Ask Ask these niggas that came from nothing. You know what I mean? We could sit here and bitch about what the white man did in racism and slavery. Man, fuck what you talking about. You limited by your imagination. It's ways to maneuver. It may not always be legal. It may not always be right. It's ways to maneuver. Niggas get shit done. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that mind. That's my energy. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be a victim and talk about, you know, slavery. This niggas talking about slavery. Nigga, you was born in Ladera Heights in 1998. <laughs> I don't want to hear about what you're talking about slavery. Fuck you. I got flagged for that. Man, I, I'm 44 years old. I don't want to hear about slavery. You know why? Because I didn't experience it. Right. I'm not going to vicariously um, take on their struggles and talk about the establishment. It's like, I because... I, why? Because I've been to Morehouse. I've seen niggas. I'm friends with... like Just like I'm friends with Crips and Bloods, I'm friends with lawyers. I'm friends with, you know, like... Like, Avery DuVernay went to my sister's school when I was in high school. She went to St. Joseph's. I went to Bosco. That was our sister's school. That's Ava DuVernay, one mm-hmm. of the biggest fucking producers, one of the biggest, you know, figures in, in the entertainment industry. This is a black woman. Both like, of y'all from Compton. From Compton, bro. Like, you're not going to sit here and tell me, like, and so when I come off as elitist or Uncle Tom, it's because I know it's better and because I know, like, I'm not going to, like, don't let your situation, you limit. It's niggas that stay in Compton. It's a mad, imagine this. I remember I was going through a bad time in my life, and I was chilling. I had to go back home, stay at home. I didn't with a job, so I was hanging with niggas like on the street in the corners and shit. I have a Morehouse degree. Right. I'm out here grimy, smoking weed with niggas like on the corner in Compton, like on Central, like nutty block niggas, shit like this, just in a bad space. I was I was like maybe my early 30s, late 20s, mm-hmm. and this nigga like um. So we in Compton. I you know I want to get my exact. You know, location, know, but kind of like, let's say Greenleaf, Caldwell School, like Greenleaf, right? Yeah. Around that area, yeah. right? This one too long ago. You know this nigga, like, so I was like, oh, let's take the bees, let's go here. Like, we, you know, we went down to Hermosa one day. You know, them niggas never went to Hermosa Beach. And the shit 
shit is hit. That, that's that's what, just 15 minutes down. Bro, that's why I told bus. nigga. I just told you I never been to that Venice shit. Like, I never seen that shit like, in my life. Niggas never been out their hood. It's like yeah, you know what I mean. You've limited I, yourself. I, I, all it took was a dollar twenty five to get on the fucking Artesia bus and go down to Hermosa Beach, and you'd be down there with all the white people, all the rich people hanging out, eating delicious pieces, and all this kind of shit. It's it's a matter of you actually just taking the initiative. Like I'm not with playing the victim. Like I'm just not with playing the victim, and I feel like a lot of people do that. And when I speak out against that, oh, you an elitist. Oh, you yo, where did you grow up at? You didn't, nigga, I grew up in Compton. Fuck you talking about? I've been through the same thing shit you've been through. I've been, I've had hard times. I've been unemployed. I've been fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't play me like that. Like, but I, I refuse to, you know, acquiesce to defeat and just go ahead and blame the the, the unseen hand, like a lot of niggas do. And, and a nigga, like niggas, have a, a serious victimization mentality. Mm, you know? I, hey, I, I got flack for that shit, man. I say, yo, I don't, I'm, I'm not affected by. Uh, uh, slavery, you know, I'm I get to do everything I want to do or whatever. Obviously, it shows sitting here doing this. Shit, I get to do everything I want to do, you know. And I, I get to go, I get to go pick up. If I say I want to buy something, yo, if I want to buy it, I'm gonna go buy it. it. If it take, if I gotta save up to get this shit, I'm gonna still have it. So I, I got to get up and go. Nothing's holding me back from doing anything I want to do. Maybe myself, but I don't blame that on slavery. But that's what if niggas never heard found out about slavery, right? Mm-hmm. Think if you were born in 1995 and you never heard about slavery, what would you have to blame anything on? Rappers, TV. It's all, TV. But it's all, that's my point. It's, all, it's, all, it's, all, it's, all, it's always gonna be something. Like, it's gonna be something. You know what? I can sit here and be like, you know what? Like, suppose I'm lazy or something. Like, you know, I can sit here and be like, you know what? I didn't have a father. And push that narrative. You know, shit is about narrative nowadays. You know, you always hear that phrase, oh, he pushing that narrative. It's yeah. about whatever pushing your narrative is and how convincing you can be about it. Whatever your narrative is about. That's all the shit is boiled down to nowadays. You know, that shit's funny to me. It, that shit is funny. Like, you you know, you can, if you're convincing enough mm-hmm. and you sound good and you look good, you look the part, you can pull any, you can push any bullshit on niggas. Oh, yeah. Good looking people get away with anything. Oh, if, yo, if you attractive, whether you a, 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 a man or, or, or a female, you can get away with shit. You can get away with a whole lot of shit. Look, an attractive nigga can get away with murder, with, <laughs> murder, with sexual harassment. Let, let the ugly nigga do it. It's sexual harassment. The the, the pretty nigga, boy, you better stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, what, but you know what? Not even that. Like, it's not even if you got a good enough mouthpiece. Yeah, you could be convincing enough. It, like, yeah, that's all it takes. You know what I'm saying? That's all it takes. Just be convincing enough. Like, look at Donald Trump, his goofy looking ass. This motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but he was like Donald Trump is he's reality television. He's like the messy nigga. He's ratchet. Like he's everything. He came at the right time. Like he was himself. He, he was like he was a breath of fresh tech. He was a breath of fresh air from normal politics. Right. From, oh, we're going to take Wall Street to front, you know, all that kind of shit. He was like, man, I, you grab, tweet this shit real You know, quick. grab bitches by the pussy. <laughs> like, it's shit ratchet, but it's like, damn, he's me. <laughs> like, I'm a mess too. You know what I mean? I'm a mess too. We're all trying to think about how that resonates. How many times have we heard, oh, you know what? I'm thinking about you. And it's not Wall Street. We're going to bring it to. You get tick of that shit. This nigga coming out like, 
with that fucked up wig. You know, he's ratchet and he messy. And he talking about, I'm going to build a border. Like, he talking that shit. Like, I mean, how many how many men haven't grabbed women there? But you know what? <laughs> Number one, I don't grab women by their crotch. Just well, I'm not saying. <laughs> Unless they ask me to, but I'm just saying, like. I, I would say touch them there. How, how many men haven't touched them? Well, it is a lot. I'll take that this back. Nigga, this nigga Donald Trump is super niggerish. Like, he has no filter. Like, you know, I'm, I know I know when to sw- switch codes. If I'm in a certain crowd, I, I, yeah. I find myself a lot of time being the black person in a, in a room with full of white folks. And I'll be the up. life of the party because I'm cracking jokes because I know the language. I can code switch. I'm not going to be in there. Oh, nigga, what the fuck is up? I'm going to be in there talking about, oh, this is a prestigious, auspicious occasion. Oh, my goodness. I'm talking quoting Poe. I'm quoting the class because I know I know the class. I know all that shit. Like, I listen to music. Oh, man, I love James Taylor. Oh, Frank Sinatra, Funny Valentine. That's the best. I can talk that shit. You know right, what I mean? Every right. nigga can code switch. You yeah, know what I mean? True. But it's just. That's experience. That's experience it's in life. Experience and knowing, like you can't be a nigga all the time. That's I, very I know. True. Look, I know when to turn my nigga on. I know when to turn it off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm I'm good everywhere. I'm good everywhere. Any Venice, OC, Compton, Linwood, Baldwin Hills, South, wherever, bro. Now see that. Now that's what fucked me up in life. Like growing up where I grew up at, and the shit that I was around, the shit I seen. That shit made me stop trusting a lot of people. Like. I have I have to like read a motherfucker. Like if I read them, I have to size people up if they in the room. Like okay, well, who this person? Who this person? I have to scope the scene out. Right, right. If, if I deal with you, I have to do this. Sometimes it was times where niggas be like, oh yeah, we are gonna go to this party. It's over at who? Where at? On what street? Nah, I'm cool. You y'all niggas go ahead and go there. I'm cool. I'm nah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, but I guess it's, it's it's part of product of your environment. But as I'm getting older. Now it's like, man, I don't care about that shit. But it is some house parties I would not go to to this day. Yeah, certain neighborhoods, you got to be discerning. Yeah, you, yeah. I, you won't catch me in no projects in California. Um, you won't even catch me in, a, in, a, in an apartment building in my neighborhood. Damn. It, it's, it's too risky. I got too much to lose. It's too risky. Now, now think about that, bro. Think about that. Think about how apart- set- apartment complex, like... Yeah, it's a long story. I, I'm not gonna talk about it. I'll talk to you. You know, but th- think about how sad that is. And you go, you got the woke community and people talking about, you know, blacks need to get together, do this, black businesses. But you know, I feel like, you know, if I can't walk through a neighborhood with all my people without feeling like I'm gonna get killed, mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna join your movement. You know what I mean? Fuck your movement. I can't trust you, niggas. You know what I mean? Like who? Who? You know, like I got a harsh take on that, and I, people talk about me about it. I'm I believe in uh, uh, destroy and rebuild. So if 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 all these niggas are still game banging and shooting niggas, we got to get them up out of here. As, as as a whole, as black people, if if y'all don't want to push us forward and you holding us back, because in all honesty. The shit ain't gonna never end. So you're gonna keep losing your homies, whatever the case. It's gonna keep going and going. You're gonna lose more homies, more family members. Where do it stop? Are you you waiting for him to quit first? Yeah. Is that where we end? Or no, I'm not quitting to the, to them niggas quit. Well well, maybe right, racial solidarity isn't the issue. You know, like what we're dealing with when you think about it, it's a human issue. Most definitely. All of it is a human issue. We just like to put colors on it. Everybody kill, everybody rape. Yeah. You know, nobody has a, a, a monopoly on moral superiority. Like, black people fuck up, too. Like, black people sold black people as slaves to white people. Oh, man. What are we talking about? Right. It's eras. You know what I mean? Rome was on top. They became slaves. They got conquered. Africa got conquered. Spain got conquered. Like, we're just at a point in history to where we the man on the bottom. 
Because at one time we was on top. We created the pyramids. We yeah, were on yeah. the top of mathematics and science. It's all about where you're at in history. Like, that's all it is. What do you feel happened? Because cause I know everybody here know about the Moors. Mm-hmm. What happened? Did, was we still trying to find it? Did, 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 did the white man come with that finesse game and talk the good game and, and took niggas out of, out of place? Like, what happened? It's, te- it's technology. Like, you know what I mean? Whoever got the, the illest weapon at the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the nuclear bomb changed the game. You ain't got to go on the ground with horses no more and be and go head up with niggas and fucking shoot out bayonets and however many niggas was left on each side. Like, now, I can send my shit remotely from the United States. Boom, a million people dead. You know what I mean? And yeah. whoever come with the next new shit, the super atom bomb, some shit to destroy the planet, they yeah. going to be on top. Like, the, it, it's just about, you know what I mean, war and economics and, and all the little intricacies. I, I You know, I'm not going to sit here because I don't know all the history. I'm just going right, from right. what I see for, from a, a broad with a broad brush like you know it's about sometimes it's who on top who's to say if black people was in charge of the world that we wouldn't have made white people slaves and it'd just be a reverse situation right. and we'd be the people it'd be the BBB instead of the KKK you know what I mean the, the black bully black bully band you know right. what I mean whatever Right. so I feel like black people act like oh well we're enslaved woof dee woo well it just so happens at this point in history the white people was on top like but black people have shown a, look at all the African warlords in Africa the atrocities the shit they do white people ain't got nothing to do with that these just niggas over there being super ratchet yeah. and evil they like, still selling slaves over niggas, there killing niggas bro yeah, yeah. Hotel Rwanda look at Hotel Rwanda how oh, many white man. people was in that fucking movie like what we talking about like don't nobody have no Cornered the market on morality, like everybody fuck up. Everybody is evils in every society. This is a human issue. What we've done if we made it to where white people embody evil, yeah, white people embody evil, and black people are naturally righteous. No, yeah. nigga, like everybody's a fuck up. You know what I mean? And we just all trying to get it all right, and that's that's all. I want I want I want to lighten the mood before we get out of here. Are you uh-huh. are you uh are you comfortable talking about a a, a, a particular family member? I had a family member here. You, you good with that? Yeah. All right. So, you are the brother of uh, a well-known person. All right. And um, I see. I seen on your. Uh, I believe you you made a video or you talked about it. You 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 uh, met her rec- uh, in the later years mm-hmm. as a grown man. All right. Um, I don't know if you want to say her name, but how 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 was that experience and 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 how that come about? So. Man, I don't mind um, if I put it out. Like uh, Lisa Leslie's my sister, right? So um, when I was younger, my mom used to always tell me, like, because um, I was a big fan of Lisa Leslie. It, it's funny; I actually used to have a crush on her, nigga. Like, when I was a young, when I, was I younger, know that's right? your sister. I, <laughs> I just told her, I said, "Dog, I used to have a crush on Lisa Leslie." When I was in middle school. Did. Right. Yeah, right, and I was heavy in the basketball, you know, right. and. Um, my mom used to always say, like, you know, you need to, you need to try to figure out if because we have the same last name, like Leslie. So, right. I, she, you need to figure out if she's your sister because my mom was like, you know, she knew what her interactions was with the guy, and it's funny because her Lisa Leslie mom was in Compton at the same time, you know, my mom was. So it's like mm. my pops, like, just to, 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 in total, you know, to be totally transparent, I ended up finding out I grew up in Compton as an only child, right? You know. I just met Lisa maybe within the last five, six years. And right. we 
just so happened the stars aligned and we had mutual friends and they're like, oh, Lisa, you And we just happened to align at a party and she came up to me like, oh, you're not going to talk to me? Like, like, oh, yeah, it's all shit. Like, you know, like, damn, you really my sister, I guess. So we started connecting the dots and uh, I never saw a picture of my father ever. Really? And then I met her mom. You know, I kind of talked to her mom, and she, I asked her, like, you know, what was my father like? And she showed me a picture, and this nigga wild, and he got, like, a robe. He chilling all on the couch. <laughs> like, he's just super niggerish. Like, he's just a regular nigga. Like, oh, shit, this nigga wild. And then come to find out, I got, like, 11, 12 brothers all up and down the eastern seaboard. Damn. You know what I mean? Wow. And so, um, you know, I meet Lisa, and uh, it come to find out, man, we're, like, exactly alike. Yeah, because the like, videos y'all post is like y'all being brother and sister. Same temperament, same person. Like, she gets my my weird-ass sense of humor, you know what I mean? Me being quirky and shit, like, it just, it, it matches. And, you know, she, she, you know, we make fun of, she like to make fun of me and shit like that. And I love it. Like, she's like my best friend. She's, like, super cool. And, and, and she's giving me a glimpse into, you know, what her life is like. Yeah. And then it made me realize I, I would never want to be famous. Oh yeah, yeah. I would never want to be famous. Why like it ain't, that? it ain't worth it. Why you say that? You can't. You can't go nowhere. You can't be yourself. And, and you have to understand, like you know, Lisa's super sweet. Like she's a strong woman. So you know, it's a different energy with her. You know, I'm I'm different. Like I kind of have a different kind of edge to me. I talk, you know, little. I talk a little bit of my shit. I'm I'm very opinionated, and you know what I can say can be provocative, whatever. But. You got a lot of niggas who got are dark hearted, you know what I mean, and hating ass niggas, whatever it may. They may feel like, oh, why, you know, this girl. It could be some is a cute girl comment on some shit you say, and they may think she cute, and they be like, oh, why, you know, he, they she fucking with him and whoop de whoop, mm-hmm. and they see you in public and they want to do some stupid shit and fuck with you, and yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's so many haters, like real haters. I ain't just saying haters just to say haters, but like who don't want to see you prosper or see you happy or see you getting the amount of attention you getting. Like, I don't want that energy around me. Like, I want my art. I, I just, I told Dorothy the other day, like, I want my art to be famous. I want, you know, a, you know what I mean? It don't have to be about me. And right. so a lot of times that's why I do deflect by, and I hide behind an alias, like a Guggenheim or a Columbo. And I, I have these different characters and you see, like, you don't know where it's coming from. Like, I don't necessarily want it to, it's personal, it's me, but you're not going to get it all complete just in one yeah. unless you listen to an interview and you know what my mindset is. Right. So... Um, but as far as going back to her, like, man, she, she's been like, it's been super, she's a reason for baby jumper. And, and, and that's, and you know what I that's mean? why I, was, I got baby jumper. here. I was like, yo, it's kind of funny that y'all brother and sister and y'all both are ill as fuck on, on the court. You know what? I think that's, it, it goes, it goes a lot to say about jeans. Like, um, our father played semi pro. Yeah. And he was tall. He was like six five, so it's funny because, like, I have big feet. I have a thirteen foot. Mm-hmm. I'm five eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I started lifting weights really early in high school, so I, I really believe my mom always told me it's stunning my growth. Like, I was supposed to be taller, like so. <laughs> like everything about my basketball career, I've just always had a natural love for basketball. Just for yeah. some reason, like if this, if I had a, a camera like ten years ago, you'd be seeing like a lot of dunks. Some and one shit. Like, that's all I used to do. But I, I didn't have a jumper and I didn't have a left hand. It wasn't until I got older that I developed it because I play all the time. So I'm a lot better basketball player. But the the, the 
And it's funny because Lisa don't play no more. Mm-hmm. She she likes tennis, and so well, I, I always try to challenge her. Like, oh, you gonna play me? She'll probably wax me, bro, because she's still athletic. Like, she oh, yeah. still she might swap my shit. Like, I can't get my like I'll get a couple buckets on her, but she'll probably beat me just on height. How she feel about your game on the court? I know she's seen it. She's seen it. She, but you know what? I think she felt like I don't be playing on real competition. So she's like, I'll get out of here with that little baby jumper. That's where I got the baby jumper from. <laughs> she was clowning me. Like, she, she's never admitted, like, okay, you got game, woo woo Like, she always gave me a hard time. Yeah. Because, I, and it's funny because it goes to show you, like, professional athletes, there's a cockiness about them. Like, mm-hmm. like no, nah, that ain't, like, I'm used to you know what I mean? When you hang around with Dwight Howard and Shaq and all these people, like, your little brother 5'10 on a court somewhere in Long Beach, like, get, nigga, get out of here. Like, you ain't doing nothing. You know what I mean? So, right. um, But so it's, it's more she laugh at it. But, I, you know, like, I can laugh at myself. And I do, a lot of the shit I do is goofy. And I put the camera up there and I do shit on purpose. You know what I mean? To be goofy. Like the know? no look. The no look. That's my The no look shit. is funny because now you, I know, I know which one. It was a lot of them that wasn't edited. The mm-hmm. one that edited the one you threw the shit and then it 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 looked like it's flying like the leaf was it the leaf? You yeah, threw? Th- those are the only ones yeah, that that's those, bullshit. That's that's what I'm saying. That bring the funny part. That shows yeah, the yeah, funny that's part. The bullshit. But when when you doing that shit like the one in the freezer, those are real. That but, was real. But but you guys gotta understand, man. Like camera work, bro. You gotta understand. I threw that motherfucking refrigerator thirty times before <laughs> 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 that shit went in. You know what I'm saying? That should be taken out. Hey, sometimes some of them shits, it'd be like one, two takes. I'm like, surprise yourself. Like the shit on the copier, and they yeah. that shit to a T. Because, you know, a nigga athlete, so you know, you could edge it. I could do little no look shots. I know where the basket is. You know, just rather right, regular right, right. nigga shit. But some of that shit, like boom, on the copier, the little paper, whoop, that shit, first take. Oh, yeah, nigga, whoop, no look, like boom. <laughs> and then you got to do it to where when you throw it, the no look got to look cool. So you got to act like. It wasn't no thing. Yeah, so that's the whole thing. That, so. That's where the comedy comes. That shit that's is the funny. Part, yeah. you, you brought the whole arrogant shit in there. That yeah, shit was hilarious. Man, that's funny. All right, so so the last thing, uh, it's almost time to wrap this joint up. Right. Um, hmm. So definitely the battle tomorrow. Yeah. That's oh be yeah. Shit. We do we yeah we that's we for sure wrap. We, that's what we wrapping up with. Omarion's baby moms. Messing with Lil Fizz. That shit? Oh, oh, you ain't heard about that? I ain't heard about that. Whoa. That yeah, I heard about fine. that shit, nigga. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they're, well, supposed, they're supposed to be like... Well, it's supposed to be, but... From, is this recent? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and they all they all public, super with it. And, you know, it's like... Is that the Hold time? Hold on, on. It was, it was, it was, They was married, right? Uh, Mario and her were married, right? I don't know if they was married. But they, they, got, they, got, they got a child or, or two together. Did she see the picture of the B2K picture when they were doing the um, four man stack dry hump? Because they were close at one time. Yeah. Uh, like crotch close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They was all, yeah. They, they. Who said do that? Like all the B2K pictures was horrible back then. That's Chris, that's Chris Stokes ass, nigga. But that one in particular where they had the, the four man dry hump. Who was laying on the ground? Like, that probably was Fizz <laughs> on the ground. It was a light skinned nigga. Like, you know, they had a light skinned nigga on his stomach. Fizz was on the up. ground. Marion squatting on him. Ain't no dark skin nigga going out like that. Oh no, oh no, group boy, that picture like no nah, nigga, put the light skin nigga on that stomach on the ground. I'll crash over. That nigga no. feet was his legs was probably up in the back, like his knees folded back, like hold his feet there. Oh, come on, man, come on, bro. You know, Omarion didn't have no socks. didn't have no socks on on that picture either. He had the he had the he had the slossing joints, the white socks that had the little red tip at the oh, end of the shit. Man, oh my god, like an ultra ratchet with that. 
shit. That's funny. Okay, so about this battle tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You battling Psychedelic. Psychedelic. From Barstow, California. The main oh, he's, piece of Barstow. They, 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 he's a weirdo. Nigga, they from, rap in Barstow? That's what I'm saying, dog. <laughs> Who's from Barstow? <laughs> live in Barstow. You know what's funny? What I was, the fuck? I, I was going to do a... Whiskey Pete? I was going to do a... a Whiskey Pete, right. <laughs> that nigga funny, Whiskey Pete. That's <laughs> like three niggas been a Whiskey Pete in their life. Look, 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 look. And he two of them. Right. I had a bar where I was going to talk about, like, basically, like, he'd be talking super hard about it. Like, nigga, you from the mean streets of Barstow. Like, what the fuck going on in Barstow, right? But I looked up, because I'd be like, I don't want to fuck, I say, be sure the Barstow, and it should be a hell of, like, a fucking yeah. murder yeah, capital. Man, and now you can't hey, pass through there going hey, to Vegas. Barstow got one of the highest crime rates yeah, in California, do. so I had to take that bar up. Yeah. Are you like, serious? Yes. Yeah. It must be a lot of meth out there. Whatever the fuck going on, they got one of the highest crime rates, bro. Barstow ain't no joke. Don't go through Barstow. Barstow. They got a jet over there. Watts, Compton, and Toontown. I need all of y'all to stay away. <laughs> stay away from these locations because, like, niggas is, is on ultra ratchet out there. So so this battle, uh, we, we, we need the uh, location okay. and time, time so, and all that. So um, tomorrow, the battle goes down. Saturday, November 2nd. Colombo Black, Lucius V. Guggenheim the third. Postmodern Renaissance, Arthur and Barsmith, uh, La Perea, 1300 Wilshire Boulevard, um, from 6 to 10. It's a free free event, so you're welcome to come down and have a good time. It's going to be a it's gonna be a hoot, man. It's going to be a circus. It's going to be uh, like going to see Bernie Mac live. Like, it's going to be a roast. It's going to be a Comedy Central roast tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Man. I already know. This is the only thing that can get me to go to a, a, a battle. I, I refuse to go to a battle because, oh, like I said, I man. stopped watching battle, but... I appreciate it, man. Watching his battles when, when he get in that bag. Hey, man. I try to make it different, you know? I just try to make it different, you know? Make it... In, it's about entertainment. Like, I feel if people coming out, like, gas ain't cheap. You know what I'm saying? Gas ain't cheap. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I want y'all to come out, and, and I'm about entertaining. And y'all having a good time and making it worth your while. So, they going to get a wonderful show, man. battle... How many rounds y'all going? Y'all going three? It's um three rounds, ninety second rounds. Okay. And uh, I'll I be trying to tell people, man, like I'm Rembrandt, man. This is gonna be it's performing. You know, battle rap is a performance art, and I'll be performing my ass off. So it's gonna be a lot of people with the extras, all the drama. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna mix a Macho Man, Randy Savage. You know what I'm saying? Ivan Van Sertima. You know what I mean? I'm Malcolm, I'm Muhammad Ali, I'm Tyson, I'm all of them, all in one package, man. This is magnificent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a whole batch of them Troll House cookies. Troll and, House. And, and they getting cold. Ooh, wee. You know what I mean? Troll House cookies. Right up. All right, well, Colombo, a.k.a. Lucius V. Guggenheim III, a.k.a. Baby Jumper. Right up. I appreciate you for coming hey man, here. Thank you for having me. At, man. It's uh, an honor to be on here. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, hey hold on. Where, where can we can we find your music at, man? Ah, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Well, first, well, um, you're speeding, bro. A lot of my I appreciate that. A lot of my content um, right now, videos, the visual songs. You can go to my IG at Colombo Black dot Colombo Black C O L U M B O B L A C K. Um, and then my music, my entire catalog up to this point is at uh, Colombo Black dot Bandcamp dot com. So, um, and you, you could just Google it, Google Colombo Black, and you're going to come up with like a variety of shits. Go to YouTube, you know what I mean? Like, type in Colombo Black into the search engine. Like, you're going to see a lot of stuff, man. So, um, yeah, more sure. more stuff to come. But Bartenders is the foundation. That That's that's home base. Oh, yeah. That's, from the, the, that's where everything starts from. So, it's Bartenders. It's, I'm nothing without Mike Stroh and Dada. 
That you know that's that's the home base. You know? And they can find the bartender stuff there as well. Bartenders, you know what we we don't have a consistent platform. We um we're not even on all digital platforms. Like we still like this next album. It's gonna be a total rollout. Uh, Maestro got a project coming out um, soon. Um, so look out for that. But um, it's all about the bartenders. Like that's all the, that's that's home. You know what I mean? Everything branches out from there. Okay. Well. We appreciate you. I, I yeah, want. Yeah. I want to go out with this last song. You sent me two songs. This song right. didn't have a title on it. Okay, real quick. I want to tr- shout out. You know what I'm saying? Big up Planet Asia. That's my guy. Tri State. You know what I'm saying? Iron Sheik. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Iron Sheik. You know yeah. Iron Sheik, the battle rapper. Yeah, he got bars. That's my nigga. I'm on his next mixtape. Oh. What's up, Sheik? You know what I'm saying? What's up, Iron Sheik? You know that's my nigga right there. Iron Sheik, Planet Asia, Tri State. You know what I mean? Do rag medallions. You know what I mean? Like. I'm in there, like, I got a couple associates. What's Spider Loke? Check out Spider Loke. He got his platform with his, you know what I mean, the podcast. What up, Loke? You know what I mean? Spider was one of the first niggas, like, that was on that really believed in me. And this is when he was in G-Unit Magnificence, yeah. like, you know, y'all that whole got, Y'all thing. got song together, too. We, right? we got songs. Yes. We got mad songs together. Yeah. Spider, my nigga. Just talk to him. Like, that's my brother. And so, uh, big up to all that, my, you know what I mean? I want to shout out everybody. B. Scatlin, Clutch. Everybody, like all my niggas, Dre Vicious, all my West Coast niggas, like everybody, Stro, of course, that's my brother. Like, you know what I mean? Rest in peace to my Uncle Fred. Rest in peace to my Uncle Mike. These are all the people that supported me. Rest in peace, DJ Threesome. You know what I mean? Scrooge. <laughs> um, I just want to shout out everybody, man. It's never about just me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really. It, t- it, t- it, t- it, take- it takes a group, man. It takes a group, man. So seriously, not another podcast. We're out here. Demons. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate Colombo, you, we appreciate you. you. Sure. I'm going to start the song. You, you can take us out. Whatever song it is, mm-hmm. hey, you, you let you let the people know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Guggenheim Gallery. That shit right there. My nigga Matt, you know what I'm saying? That's that's Macado music. Check him out. What's up, Matt? You know what I mean? It's my shit. Guggenheim Gallery. I love this joint. Appreciate Seriously, that. Seriously, none of the podcasts. We out of here. Yeah. Meet of the city. Walk with a diddy bop. Pretty thoughts. Outside it's really hot. Louisiana chicken. Finger licking good. I be in the hood. Bumping snoop from the era that he used to be with. Should we ball hop in Venice with Hawcock incentives? Mama feel the bulge. My crick niggas told me I'm fired. They really feeling cuz. Raised a nutty block. Mid 80s. Yeah, crack was sovereign then. Just me. Me and mama, me asking to where my father went. Turning page, the purple is haze, blaze, relieving stress. Wear your pants three sizes bigger, I might believe your threats. Bartenders, you really missing a treat if you ain't seen this yet. You think the gas high on this planet? Then visit Venus, friend. Your girl vagina is magic, please. Where my penis went, Adidas kicks and staples in his Lakers. See him beat the Knicks, and large stakes and roof, Chris asparagus. I need it, Chris. My mind scape is bottomless. I am speaking from the abyss. You are listening to an architect's blueprints. My Collects few hints of aging. That's some cool shit. I'm so ratchet. Be at the Savoy near the taco truck. Listen, sugar, we can dance nasty, but we not gonna fuck. Sucks to be you. Plum tuxedo, casino dice. Fall to a green suede table somewhere in Reno. I hope you found this walk through my gallery, please, and my value increasing. The value real loud when you peep us.